WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio presents the All-Star Catholic High School Football Game of the Week. Sponsored by Ziegler Nissan of Gurney. Hello, everybody. This is Mark Joe May and Father Michael Leitner. We want to welcome you, listeners, at 88.5 WSFI. We are here about a half hour away from the start of the Carmel Corsairs taking on the DeKalb Barbs. We want to thank Ziegler Nissan of Gurney, a proud sponsor of this matchup of the Carmel Corsairs as they host the DeKalb Barbs on WSFI 88.5 All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week. We're located... They are located right here in Lake County on Grand Avenue. It is important for them to be a trusted partner in our local community where you and we live together. Ziegler Nissan of Gurney on Grand Avenue. Make your next Nissan a Ziegler Nissan. So I mentioned to you all before that I'm here joined by Michael Leitner, Father Michael Leitner and Joe May. Uh, Fellas, pleasure to be here with you. Father Michael Leitner, could you introduce yourself to the listeners? Hi, everybody. Uh, what a great night for football tonight here in uh, Mundelein. And looking for a great matchup between the uh, Kalb and uh, the Sarahs tonight. And we're looking at the JV team right now. The score is uh, 10 to 27. It's a little little blowout here, but these guys are getting some good football reps out there, and, and everything is going well. Uh, what do you think, Joe? Uh, it's it's great to be here. As you said, it's a wonderful night for football. We've got two undefeated teams going after each other. One of them is going to leave the field with a loss, and uh, it should be a real interesting matchup. Two teams blessed with speed. So just uh, by way of introducing uh, our announcers to the listeners out there, Joe May, you have been with the Carmel family for a long time. Uh, you were a varsity football coach for how many years? Uh, for 13 years. And took, the, took a year off and uh, 1978 grad of Carmel. You went down to South Alabama Jaguars to play some baseball. Did do that, yes. And you came back here wow. and you coached baseball for Carmel as well. I did, I did. I uh, coached uh, under Coach Chuck Gandolfi for about seven years, head coach for three years. Took a year off and um, back at it with. And you the, got to play for the Eddie Stanky, the great uh, major leaguer down at South Alabama. Eddie Stanky. Father Michael Leitner is sitting next to me. He's a Catholic priest, and I'm telling you, you do not want to get this guy mad. He is a big, strong guy. And uh, Father Michael Leitner played uh, college football at Eastern Michigan, and uh, he played high school at Okinawa High School up in. Uh, the area north of here, just north of Green Bay. Father Michael, we are so blessed to have you. Could you talk to us about what you see uh, as far as the keys tonight? Well, I think that, you know, anytime you get in a high school football game, it's, you know, you got to forget about the last play. People are going to make mistakes. And that's what I love about football is ultimately you forget about the past. You zone in on, on the present. 
and you make your future better. And that's a little bit about life and what we do in, in uh, the Catholic world and the spiritual world as well. I, uh, I grew up in a small town called Ocanto, and, and in that I got a great education and a great sports system and, and ended up at Eastern Michigan University in Lansing, played with uh, some great players like Charlie Batch and Ron Rice and uh, Barry Stokes, who played for the Packers. And in high school, I played against Jim Flanagan, who is a um, uh, he played for the Bears and he also played for the Packers. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, so you uh, were five year there, redshirted your first year at Eastern Michigan. And could you talk to us just about, you know, as a young man out there in football and the priority that it sometimes takes in, in a young man's life? Well, I think it's it, being a college athlete is harder than people think. Obviously, people see us and they go, well, you live a privileged life, but it's not like that. It's You have to keep your grades in order. You have to do the things on the field to make it on the field where your coaches believe that you can do a good job. And the fact is, it's a lot of work. I give these kids a lot of credit for what they're doing. And Hopefully, uh, there's some that will rise up to step up to the next level. I hear we got some great, great people on this team that have possible Division One options here. You know, for the Corsairs, Rondell Jamison is the standout running back. He plays fullback, and he's about a thousand yards away from breaking the, the school record, school career record. Uh, he has moves left, moves right, and when he gets in an open field, it's hard to catch him. At quarterback tonight for the Corsairs is going to be Miles Tremill. This will be his first start as a varsity player. He did play quarterback as a sophomore, but due to an injury to Jeremy Strutzel, who would be a second-year starter, the pressure is going to be on Miles. So a big indicator of the Corsairs' offensive success tonight is going to be how does Miles Tremill play. One thing that I, I've learned from watching high school football in these last couple of weeks, I realized that the speed of the game sometimes – the teams come in with a different speed. Last week we were at uh, Catholic Central in Bur uh, Burlington, and their speed wasn't up. But they were playing a non-conference game. It was a game that were they were playing against a better team, and we saw them kind of the metamorphosis. They they started to speed up. They started to move. Now we're in conference, and hopefully these teams are ready. And they're ready to get on the gridiron and, and, you know, push some people around and make some plays. Now, Joe Carmel was down last week, and they came back. Rondell Jamison had a heck of a second half. Uh, he's the kind of back that really uh, can light up a stadium, can he? He sure can. He had most of his yardage in the second half and a couple scores. And, uh, and having spoke with Coach Andy Bitto, he indicated quite obviously that Carmel's offense will go as Rondell Jamison goes. And I noticed in looking at the program uh, that Rondell and Miles are both public school uh, kids from Mundelein. Andy was able to get them to stay in their hometown and, and play high school football. Well, we're doing whatever we can within the rules to get the kids into school. It's a great place, as you know. And as long as we stay within the rules, we'll get whoever we can. And Carmel's a great place to come. So we're moving to... Uh, the pre-recorded uh, edition of Huddle with Andy Biddle and the conversation that I had earlier on WSFI Radio. It's time for Huddle Up on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. As we prepare for kickoff of the All-Star Catholic High School Football Game of the Week, we take you inside the game 
talking with coaches and players about faith, football, and the keys to achieving greatness, both on and off the gridiron. Hi, everybody. This is Mark Curran, and I'm here with Andy Biddo, the head football coach at Carmel Catholic High School in Mundelein, Illinois. And this is Huddle Up, so welcome and, and sit back and enjoy a nice interview with a great coach. Andy, welcome. Well, thank you. Andy, I want to ask you what we know about DeKalb, but let's go back to last Friday night. We opened with Waukesha West, and expectations were, I, I don't know what to say, because because as somebody that is out there as a fan and what have you, I, 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 I think we were nervous because we knew Waukesha West was a good ball club. Well, the funny thing is my brother coaches at Waukesha West. There's a lot of dynamics with that one, I can tell you. And they've been in the state finals four out of the last ten years. And we we knew we had our hands full. Plus, in Wisconsin, they get to play a jamboree and a game. They had a game under their belt, so they had actually two weeks of actually playing against other teams. So we're kind of like working the kinks out, and they're already kind of mid-season form with a great coaching staff. So we were really – we thought the whole week long was all about trust. Trust each other, trust the system, trust the coaches, trust our adjustments. And that's, that's a really a, a cool thing that our kids had to buy into. And, of course, we were losing 14-3 at halftime, so we had to go back to the well on the trust issue at halftime and made some adjustments. And the great thing is they trusted us in the adjustments, and we blocked a couple plays a little bit different, which helped us a bunch. Let me ask you about that, and I know that you're a humble guy and you don't like to talk about yourself, but I ran into your brother, Mark Biddo, and I see him from time to time. I have nine brothers, so you I know. So I, that's why I said Mark, <laughs> yeah. And I was talking to him for a little bit, and this was maybe a week in advance of the opener, and Mark said to me, he goes, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's brother against brother, and he was talking about your brother Mitch coaching the sophomores right. against your other brother from Waukesha West, Tony. You know, Tony coaching their sophomores. And Mark was speaking as though the sophomore was the premier game of the night. <laughs> and I had to remind him that most people are going to be focused on the varsity game. But out of your family, you said how many, 11? There's 12, 10 boys, two girls. 10 and two, I'm sorry. Yeah. And how many are in coaching? Four of us. And so what was it about your, your parents' impact, do you think, that drew you all into coaching? Well, if you knew my mother, she was a voracious learner and very spiritual person. So she always kind of drove home to us about community study, interest in things. And my father was the one who never played football before that insisted that we get involved in athletics. He grew up on the west side of Chicago, and many of his friends had troubles because they didn't do good things with their their young lives and so he encouraged us to stay with that and then it became like a tradition because I'm the I'm the eighth son so football was just a it's just like eating we saw at the end of the game on Friday night coach Bill Moss had posted something with Jake DeMarco one of the players senior players saying a prayer and Waukesha West and, and I mean Waukesha is a secular high school mm -hmm. right a public high school and they they prayed right with us and they had a beautiful prayer as well and I thought that was that's something would that truly makes Carmel special well right after that happened well when we, we were shaking hands Peter McCudden their running back number 22 came up to came up to us and said we we want to pray with you guys I'm like awesome well we pray with our student body after every game so so you come join us and I'll allow you to contribute to the prayer. And once both of them did, it was, it was one of the coolest things in my career. 
32 years, 32nd year now. And I turned to Coach Fitz, who's our campus minister and our former coach for us, and I said, and this gets cooler every time we do it. it was just, uh, we were both crying. It was pretty amazing stuff. God is awesome. And so, Coach, let me just ask you, the Waukesha West, like you said, you were down 14-3. What did you say to the fellows in the locker room at halftime? Well, let's let's peel it back a little bit. We were down 14 to nothing, and we kicked right. a field goal like four seconds ago. I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but it really kind of said, okay, that we're done messing around. Let's let's kind of regroup. And going in at halftime, sometimes you think you need to chew them out and get after them. But I really thought we just needed to kind of sit them back down, go back to our theme of the week, trust each other, and then go back and then make our small adjustments. And literally, we just changed a blocking scheme on a couple plays by two guys, and that really kind of opened up for Rondell and the rest of the guys. And so it was more of a cerebral thought than, a, you know, like I got to go and get – sometimes you get, get all, your, all your hormones flowing, and the other times it's like let's think about this. They've had one big play on an 81-yard run, and we fumbled the ball and gave him a touchdown. And so I said to him, can we make two big plays because we're down two big plays. And so they said, yeah, we can do that, and they, they obviously did. And you mentioned Rondell Jamison, and Rondell is a senior this year, and he's been a starter for three years now on varsity, and he's really a special player. He's kind of one of those players that doesn't come around all that often. What can um, you tell us? <laughs> when you're born with balance, vision, strength, speed, and humbleness, I don't have to coach very much. You just kind of get out of his way. However... The trust factor part of it, he has to trust the scheme to get him to the right spot. And then we call, I say, five for the team, the rest for me. So it's a little bit of magic after that. I've seen him since he was in sixth grade. He played in the Mundelein Youth Program, and I, I just tapped the Mundelein Youth Coach at the time and said, well, I don't care what you do, just give him the ball. So it's that kind of thing. However, what is, he's matured into a, a kind of a leader on the team, which is really exciting. The kids uh, named him captain. So that's a big, this is going to be a big challenge for him because he's a pretty quiet kid. Yeah, Rondell had some big runs in in the second half, and that's when we emerged victorious. Now, as you mentioned, he's in a team where there's a lot of good players maybe, but no no real superstars. There's one superstar. He's probably – there's a tendency, human nature, to gravitate towards pride and to think that you're all that and what have you. You have been a mentor to your players, and so with Rondell, do you – Coach him on that. That hey, buddy, you gotta. Well, absolutely, and everybody's looking at him. So if you're sit, if you're flumping around at practice and pouting or swearing or whatever, kids are gonna respond to that. Same thing in the game. Same thing in the classroom. Same thing when you go to Seven Eleven get a Slurpee. Everybody knows it's gonna start to know who you are. And so you're not just Rondell. Jameson, you're Rondell Jameson, a member of the Carmel football team. You're Rondell Jameson, member of the Carmel community. You're Rondell Jameson, representing your family and your church. And so it's, it's a great lesson to kids is to teach them how they affect so many other people. Quick side note, we went to, I went to Portillo's after the game with my youngest to get something for George, one of my, my sons that's on the team. And we saw Rondell, and we saw him and a couple other guys running into Portillo's to get some food and it was for my little guy it was like he saw a superstar so everybody everybody knows this guy right the freshmen look up to him as if yeah. he's Walter Pate and like I used to look up to Walter Pate so it's 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 a, an incredible responsibility so we I try to emphasize to athletes especially kids that are very successful that 
it's not a privilege, it's a responsibility. You have a responsibility to, to enhance everything that every kid on the team does. Andy, so when we come back, we're going to talk about DeKalb High School and this Friday night. Thanks. This is awesome. Are you enjoying this WSFI local program and want to share it with others? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org and click on Listen, Then Programming. That's WSFI Catholic Radio, Listen, Then Programming. Hi, this is Mike McCoy. I went to the University of Notre Dame, played 11 years in the NFL. And why is Catholic Radio relevant for the Chicago area? Well, I think it's relevant all over the country because of what's going on in our culture today. I see it all the time as I go into Catholic schools. A lot of pressure on our young people. You know, what's the truth? What's, what's not the truth? What's the absolute truth? So hopefully by coming into this social media radio, we'll get some positive things out there so people can listen to. So that's why I think it's relevant because our culture is overwhelming us today. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFIRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 6 That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Welcome back to Huddle Up. Once again, Mark Curran, your host with Andy Biddle, head football coach, Carmel Catholic High School in Mundelein, Illinois. And Andy, when we left, we promised we'd talk about next week's opponent, and that's DeKalb High School. DeKalb, known as the Barbs. That's right. It's where barbed barb wire was invented in so DeKalb, Illinois. Exactly. And so an unusual nickname, and I, I'm interested, and I think maybe some other people out there are going interested in seeing this what this Barbie crow looks like. That's their mascot. We'll have to see for ourselves. Hopefully the mascot makes the journey up to Mundelein. So this week coming up, and I know you've had an opportunity to scout DeKalb and what have you. Can you tell us what you think the keys to the ball game are? Well, part of the, I think the biggest key to the ball game is keeping the ball away from them. They have, their quarterback is incredibly quick, and they have a receiver, a 6'3", 6'4", kid who can run down the field. So they're primarily a big play team, and so when you deal with big play teams, you obviously want to limit their big plays, duh. But the best way to do it is keep the ball away from them. So we have ball control, we get first downs, we score points. It puts them at a situation where they have to make big plays, and those those plays are few and far between when you have to make them. And so in getting ready this week, our players have been have been working hard, and, and anything unusual that unique to this this next week's opponent well i think when you have a a big comeback victory it's you tend from the student uh, athletes point of view these tend to kind of you kind of think it's going to happen over and over again so our our mantra this week is hard work i told the kids we're going to put the screws down and we're going to work even harder to perform at a higher level because we we don't want to face that complacency of a victory and and assume that it's going to happen over and over again because it really takes a lot of repetitions and hard work. And then we're going to have to use our skilled players, I think, to get to the perimeter if you really want to get down to it, some X's and O's parts of it. So, Andy, I'm looking at some of these DeKalb alumni and the Mallory's who both coach in the NFL and, and their dad you mentioned to me that you knew him, coached at Northern Illinois when you played at Ball State. Yeah. 
did you know that Cindy Crawford is also an alumni of <laughs> I did hear, I did hear that. I, I don't think she's coming to the game, though. Andy, let me just ask you real quickly. There, there's a lot of pressure in, in football on winning and losing and the high school level and what have you, and people that don't walk in your shoes probably don't even can't even grasp that. But from my perspective as a Catholic parent that sends his kids to Catholic schools, I'm more concerned about winning in life. I'm more concerned about their souls and, and ultimately where they're headed in this long journey of life. Can you say in terms of football that you think is important to that journey? Well, luckily I learned a long time ago just that. I mean, if you focus in on winning, then you're you're that that's, that's such a minor part of it. We have an opportunity as coaches and, and teammates to do nice things out there. What I mean by that is we have an opportunity to help someone else. And I always tell the kids that if we do things for other people and not expect anything in return, that's the, the best form of love there is. And so we do that on the practice field with our teammates. I implore them to, to make sure that the hallways are safe and the kids are not being picked on. The teachers feel like you're a helper, not a, a hindrance. And then the biggest thing that we do at Carmel is we allow them to go out into the communities and to work with other people and to extend that kind of virtue out into the real world and helping maybe a little kid coach basketball or like Joel here worked with the, the at the Beacon Place in Waukegan all summer long to feed underprivileged kids and have give them a place safe place and a fun place to be at least twice a week and those are the kinds of things that I think exponentially build a championship type of team because win or lose I'll tell you last year we were three and six we had a really rough season and I had a mother come up to me and say my my husband has never been a part of my son's life and you going to coaches filled that void and my son has had a great experience for the last four years we could have won a hundred games that year and it that was way more important to me than any victory we could have obtained. Absolutely, and I, I think you convey that very well, Andy, and I, I say this in all sincerity. I mean, from your prayer life that's on display in, in terms of the way you begin meetings, the way you begin essentially everything around football, that it's essentially it's, it's God that's in charge and that thy will be done. So I, I want to thank you for that. Andy, to your left now is Joel Becerra, who you mentioned just a minute ago. And why don't you let why don't we let Coach just tell us a minute about Joel? I'll talk to you about Joel. I could talk forever. First of all, my my son was on the team last year, and he's told me Joel is the the nicest, most sensitive guy on the team, and he was a he was a great mentor to him. And Joel's a year younger, so that tells you something. But in the off season, I'd have bet you a million dollars that Joel would not be able to play for us. At ta- talent-wise, because athletic-wise, because he was a little bit skinny, he was a little bit slow, so on and so forth. And Joel just proved me wrong because he's worked his tail off all summer, all summer long, and he's now playing on both both sides of the ball and almost every special team. So that's a testament to trust. He's trusting the system. He's trusting hard. He's believing in hard work. And then. On top of it, I found out all summer long he's donated all his time to the Beacon Place in Waukegan, helping little kids and and lunch and a lunch program in the middle of Waukegan, and that's really kind of probably the best story I could tell you. And he had a great game the other night too, by the way. So we're I'm just completely thrilled to have him on my team because he's a perfect example of leadership in our school. Um, Angela Tomlinson, who's the director with WSFI Catholic Radio here, and we're honoring Joel this week with regards to the award of 
Congratulations, Joel. You're our first All-Star Catholic High School Sports Faith Hall of Fame Player of the Week. And this award is very special to our organization, headed up by Patrick McCaskey of the Chicago Bears. We look for kids that are not just great athletes, but great human beings. So congratulations. I'd like to say thank you to everyone. It's really an honor to be given this award. I've worked really hard for this award. Coach Fitz is here congratulating you as well. Yeah, that's, he's a good that's man. Really awesome. It was really nice to hear what Coach Bitto had to say about me and getting congratulated with by Coach Fitz. It was really a really a blessing. Joel, so let me ask you, last week you started on varsity. You weren't a starter last year. No. How much fun was that? It was it was incredible. It was so much it was the most fun I've ever had playing football last yeah. Friday night. And the moments, all the work that goes into it, the blood, the sweat, leading up to that, is it all worth it? It is very much worth it, very much worth it. All the hard work during the summer, it's very much worth it. It's so fun. And then you, you were down most of the game, and you all came back and won on a thrilling second-half victory. What was the high like after the game? It was incredible. It was very much a team win. We never once doubted ourselves during that during that halftime. We we collected ourselves and we knew we were going to get it done by the end of the day. Yeah, and so Carmel Catholic in Catholic tradition, we live our lives not for ourselves, but we live our lives for others, and that's in essence why you're being recognized right now as the first recipient of the award. And these are principles that will carry with you throughout your life. You believe that, don't yeah. you? Yes, I do. It's very important to be give back to the community and show yourself well to like not only school, your family members, and your friends. It's lead by example. So, how excited were your parents for you last week? They were very excited. They I've never seen them happier. Honestly, <laughs> they were very proud of me. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Joel, thank you. Congratulations, buddy. Good luck this week against DeKalb, and we're sure you'll give it your all. Thank you. Appreciate it. This has been Huddle Up on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Up next, it's the starting lineups and kickoff, right after these messages. Hello, I'm Bill Wennington from the Church of St. Mary's and the Chicago Bulls. I, I believe Catholic Radio is important for all of us out there listening to help us through days when maybe our faith is being challenged by many different obstacles that are put in our way. and. It's a chance to reflect and just think and hear stories from other people that maybe are going through the exact same issues that we are going through and how they have struggled and how they are getting through their problems today. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFIRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. 
Hello, I'm Joe Scheidler, host of Pro-Life Today on WSFI Catholic Radio 88.5 FM. It's a half-hour conversation with leaders in the pro-life movement committed to protecting the most vulnerable among us. That's every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Or listen anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. That's Pro-Life Today, every Monday at 3.30 p.m. only on WSFI Catholic Radio. This is Mark Kern, and welcome back to WSFI 88.5, where we've got the Carmel Corsairs getting ready to take on the DeKalb Bars. And I'm joined once again with Joe May and Father Michael Leitner. Gentlemen, excitement? Wow, what a what a great atmosphere. This is like a college atmosphere. I'm looking at this, and they got the bands out on the field. They're going over their plays. What an exciting place to be right now. Two undefeated teams, and one of them is going to leave the field with a defeat tonight. Yeah, it should be a great matchup tonight, a matchup of two teams who are blessed with tremendous speed. DeKalb last week downing Moline 40-12 to at home and uh, led by quarterback Derek Kyle. Kyler and Kyler threw for three touchdowns and they scored three on the ground. Carmel, mostly a ground game. It should be a heck of a matchup. Now, Joe, there's a couple of uh, Carmel starters that are down this week. Uh, Jeremy Strutzel, is the quarterback from last week, is out and he's going to be replaced by Miles Tramill. Miles Tramill is a junior. Played a little bit on the varsity last year as a sophomore, but not a quarterback. So this will be his first stint at quarterback for the Corsairs. On defense, George Curran was playing one of the bandits or quarterbacks. Did a great job last week. On Wednesday, he broke his thumb in practice, so he'll be out for tonight, but hopefully back next week. And in football, uh, Father Michael Woods, next man up. Well, I, next man up is, is what we live by, right? Uh, absolutely. You know, you, you you get up after you play, and basically it's the next snap. You don't focus on anything else. You are moving forward. You're bringing your team forward. What's beautiful about that, it's, it's almost like Jesus and the apostles, right? He had 11 guys doing the same thing, and he got results. It's the same thing on the football field, and it, and it relates to priesthood. It relates to Christianity very well. And these kids are out. They're going to be fighting on the gridiron tonight. And we're looking forward to kickoff in just a couple minutes. Carl's band uh, is performing in front of us right now, and uh, they're an impressive sight. How many band members do they have, Joe? You know, I can't tell you for sure. I yeah. wish I knew the number. I'd have to say 80. 80 sounds like a good number. Yeah, it's, it's very, very impressive. They're, they're all decked out in their pantomalia, uh, just really looking like a class act. Right in front of them, we've got the cheerleaders. Uh, and they're, they're no small number either. No, not at all. They have the cheers and the palms out there, the dance team. They're combining for the school fight song and uh, doing a little dance. A little technical difficulty here, folks. Uh, uh, we're having a little problem with the microphone, but how does that work for you, Mark? I think it's looking good, Father Michael. I can hear you quite well. Your your voice is deep enough. Yeah. You might have to yell over a crowd after a couple of Carmel scores here, but we'll certainly pay attention. Thank you. 
Yeah, Carmel, uh, taking a look, a peek around the stadium, and it's it's packed in right now. As you look towards the south end, which end zone, which uh, faces towards St. Mary of the Lake Seminary in Marytown. Uh, fans gathered all around. It is, uh, and it looks as though DeKalb uh, brought a, a nice contingent themselves. It's great to see the 80-mile trek, roughly, for them. You know what? They've got a good football team. So, you know what? When the, the team is playing well, you're going to get more of a following. Oh, that's absolutely right. I think we're uh, taking a pause here for the national anthem. So if you're out there, think of that. Thank your police officers. Thank everybody who serves this country. And, and we take a moment of silence for them. The WSFI local programming on demand. Full episodes of Pro Life Today, WSFI Spotlight, Healing the Whole Person, Bursting Forth in Sound, along with our novenas, prayers, and devotions are available on your mobile device or online. For iPhone and iPad users, open the already installed podcast app and search for WSFI. Then click subscribe. Android users need to visit the Google Play Store, download the Stitcher app, create a free account, then search for WSFI. Add us to your favorites playlist by clicking the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. The full archive of local shows is also available at WSFIRadio.org. Need help? Call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Father Michael Sparrow is the host of this week's episode of Healing the Whole Person, ordained a Jesuit in 1978. Father Michael is a spiritual director, retreat master, writer, and storyteller on the staff at Bellarmine Retreat House in Barrington, Illinois. His passion is to bring the Bible to life, and he is a master storyteller. Father Michael... Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Father Mike, uh, it looks like here comes Carmel out of the, uh, the south end, excuse me, the north end zone, and they're getting ready to take the field. This is one of the greatest parts of the game when you come out, the anticipation uh, of that first snap, getting all those nerves out of your system, and wow, what a wonderful Having coached here for 13 years and always on the defense, we were always curious as to who won the coin flip. Be careful, I can hear that. We don't know yet. Listeners, we're still working out a couple technical uh, difficulties. This is our first broadcast from Carmel High School. We're going to have several throughout the course of the season. And so bear with us. I have uh, been joined tonight by two great football minds, Joe May was a longtime coach of the Carmel Corsair as a Division I baseball player in college and a, and a great athlete. 
and Father Mike Leitner, who played at Eastern Michigan. And I'll tell you, this guy looks like he could strap it on and run out on the field right now. Father, we're getting ready for the kickoff. We have uh, at the north end, DeKalb, the Barbs, uh, kicking off to Carmel, who will uh, be receiving. You know, Coach Andy Biddo, the Corsairs, always wants to put the football in his offense's hand first. I'm assuming that they won the flip, but it's quite likely DeKalb may have deferred and give, give the Corsairs an opportunity to punch it in first. Here we go, folks. The ball is kicked. Nice kick down to about the eight-yard line. No. It's kicked into the, into end, the end, zone. end zone. Yeah. Rondell took a look, thought about it for a second, didn't pick it up. And so Carmel will be starting first and 10 at their, uh, at their own 20-yard line. Expect the Corsairs to try to open up the Barb's defense. I sense they're going to do something, maybe not an option, but maybe a quick pitch to Zaire Barnes and try to get him outside and loosen up the defense for DeKalb. It looks All like right, Carmel breaks the huddle. Looks like Trammell under center. They are in a wing position, double wing motion, left. It's a pitch Trammell to the left. pitches it. He's got the outside. There, and he's got first down. Tripped up at about the 32-yard line. Nice run. Uh, could have cut it back for a few more yards if he would have went inside. That was Zaire Barnes with the, with the carry. Flag yeah. on the play. Oftentimes when they try to get outside, they get the, the wide receiver split out, and he usually might catch a, a defender or cornerback in the back, and that sure sure looks like what happened. Like holding. holding on the Cowboys. March it back five yards, and Carmel is now in a first and 15 situation. It's an excellent first play. You just can't hold him. Well, or you can't get caught holding. Exactly. So it looks like uh, Trammell's under center again. Two wings, motion right. Looks like a sweep to Trammell, the and here comes right. Rondell. He's tripped up right away, grabbed about three yards as he runs to the right side. About a, about a gain of two, what do you think there? Yeah, Looks I like two it's... or three. Rondell, is a, he's a second-effort guy. He really gets after it, so he usually never goes down on the first hit. He didn't there either. It took three or four defenders to take him down. Carmel breaks the huddle, and here we go with Miles Trammell under center. You got green out, split to the left, two wingbacks and a halfback, motion left. Dive in the middle. And Looks like only about a yard. I think that was Jamison on the carry. Not quite sure there. Yes, it was. It was Rondell Jamison for a yard. It was. One of the challenges in running the triple option is for the quarterback to make the reads. He's got to read once. He's got to read twice. And if those holes are taken, he's going to pitch it to the pitch back. Looks like we got a uh, third. Would that be? The scoreboard shows third and 15. There we go. He's in the shotgun. Miles rolls out to the right side. A quick pitch, and it's barely back to the line of scrimmage. Yes, uh, and that was that throw was to number 42 on Carmel. And that was Letterer on the tackle. Nice, nice tackle. Put his face right in there. Drove his feet and brought him to the ground. Not much you can say about that. I mean, that's pretty good performance on defense. No, that was excellent. In fact, very well covered. Expect the Corsairs and Miles Tramil. Carmel's in a punt formation. Ryan Monk and back to the punt. The snap. 
He's got a high kick, sails to about the 45-yard line. It's received by DeKalb, 15. He breaks a tackle. He's going 30, 20, 10. He's going to go nice all the way. Block. Touchdown return for DeKalb. Touchdown. He went all the way across the field from the right side. we got a player down, another, number 19 here on Catholic Central. Um, I don't have Carmel's play. That would be Eric Kimball, who's listed as an outside linebacker as well on, as on special teams. And he's, he's hurt. He's being attended to. What a great play, though. That went all the way from one side of the field to the other, found the hole, brought it upfield, and made Father, the corner of the end zone. So maybe we should say a quick prayer for Ryan in silence right now. But uh, in the meantime, I want to remind everybody out there that Ziegler Nissan of Gurney is proud to sponsor this matchup of the Carmel Catholic Corsairs as they host the DeKalb Barbs and the WSFI 88.5 FM All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week. Located right here in Lake County on Grand Avenue, it's important for us to be a trusted partner in our local community where you and we live and work. Ziegler Nissan of Gurney on Grand Avenue. Make your next Nissan a Ziegler Nissan. He's still on the ground, Father. He's still being attended to. Joe, what uh There he what is you know? getting up now. Looks like a knee or an ankle. He's got a limp there on the left side. Putting some weight on it, though, so that's a positive thing. He's getting off with some assistance. They'll take a look at him, and uh, trainer Dan Henricks will assess as to whether or not he can return to the game. That that hurts the linebacking core for the, for the Corsairs. DeKalb up for the point after. Um, going, electing to go for one here with a 6 nothing lead early in the first quarter. Nice snap, good kick, and it looks Splits like it's the uprights, yeah. He's got a big leg, that looks like. So it's 7 nothing. DeKalb has taken the lead. Uh, Carmel will be receiving kickoff when we get back. Father? One of the things that you realize in, in high school sports and high school football, special teams really make a difference. And we saw an excellent special teams play by DeKalb here. He split that seam, found the seam, brought it down the sideline, got outside of coverage, and made the end zone. But there was a beautiful block in the corner that actually decleated the the guy on defense there to bring him in the end zone. So that was a team effort running there at the end. It sure was. They left a punter in the lurch. At the initial re reception of the punt, there was a Carmel breakdown. You always have to watch the outsides and prevent the ball carrier, the receiver, from getting outside you. And if he gets outside you, you want to be able to force him to the sideline. That was a wide open field he ran. So here we are. We're back for the kickoff once again. And 9.39 to go in the first corner. A 7-0 uh, DeKalb over Catholic Central. This is Connor Tierney who's kicking off for uh, DeKalb. He has a big, big leg. He's a sophomore, so we'll be hearing from him in the future. Here's the kick. It's off. It's deep. It's towards Rondell Jamison. He's got it in the end zone. And the... Uh, Stepped over the end line. Stepped and, over the end and line, so school, it's any, out at the 20. The ball, anytime the ball gets into the end zone, out uh, to the 20. That's a new rule. I, I was not aware of that, Coach. Yes. Huh. So if you step, if you receive the ball in the end zone, it automatically is a touchback. Exactly. The college rules, if you go outside of the end zone, it's it's a touchback. Catholic Central 
on offense here from their own 20. Uh, Trammell Car- under center. Car- Catholic, Miles Trammell, and he's Bart's out. There's... Looks like a gain of three yeah. right up the middle to Jamison. Uh, not a bad run on first down. Probably got one or two. Having watched some film of DeKalb last week, they really bunch players in. They put eight tightly in the box. So inside yards are going to be hard to come by for Jamison and the Corsairs. It looks like a pretty stringent defense right now. Um, a lot of action going on. They're really firing their hands at the point of scrimmage and you know locking those offensive lineup. If you do anything with the run here, you're going to have to get up to the linebacker level. Trammell under center. Trammell under center. There's a handoff uh, to Zaire Barnes, and he's got a couple yards, it looks like. Ran right over the left tackle. That was a counter play. They're, they're, they're looking to spread out the, the defense of the Barbs as, as much as they possibly can with little success thus far. Well, it looks like we got a third and seven here. Uh, I wonder if they'll go to a, a pass. they got to open this up a little bit. They've been very patient. They're trying to establish that run game. Uh, that score really hurt them, and, and uh, it looks like they're a little more right. spread out Here's here. Trammell calling out the signals. Trammell with the throw to the uh, left side, and it's incomplete. Looks like we got a fourth and seven coming up here. No flags, and it looks like they may have to punt again. Well, when they punt again, they might not want to kick it to Tucker, who returned a, <laughs> a, a punt for a touchdown last year, and I'm told that teams, they stopped kicking it to him. Well, we, we just saw, was that Tucker that ran that last one back? Yeah, quite the athlete. Committed to Northern Illinois as a receiver. Cole he Tucker. Is talented. They list him at 6'2", 185. He's back there. And this one goes. Oh, it's a fumble. He's running backwards. And it was Shepard Stapleton that received that one, dropped the kick, and then uh, immediately Carmel was on top of him. So the Cal will take the ball at the their own uh, – Looks like 40-yard line. Corsairs were all around that ball there at the end. He he muffed it a little bit, picked it back up off the ground, tried to get started, but there was just too many of the Carmel uh, defense there around their game tackling. What a pretty good play there, heads-up play. So DeKale breaks the huddle. It's got Derek Kyler, and it looks like he's out of the shotgun right now. It's got a spread three to the uh, right side. Uh, Empty backfield. Empty formation. Back to pass. He's back. He's rolling left, and he's going to take it on the run. Ran out of bounds. Chased out by Carmel. It looked like he only got a couple on the play. Looks like he got an unopposed three. He wasn't even touched there, but he ran him out of bounds. They took the angle on him and got to make sure he's out. Uh, that that looked like a very dangerous set for the Carmel defense there. But that shotgun's going to be pretty hard to stop uh, if they're going to run their uh, their safeties and DBs. Got one on the right side, two wide to the left in that Somebody looks like in a tight end uh, formation. One in the back. Other drops back. Hands off. Left side. That's sweep and and DeKalb will they'll run jet sweep. They'll run a read option off of the jet sweep. Kyler is going to determine if they close in on the back. He's going to keep it. If they close in on him, he's going to give the ball. You got about four on that play, so we're looking at uh, a third and seven. They're running no huddle here. Kyler back once shot. again. Once again, they go to that jet sweep. 
No. Kyler fakes it and keeps it. He's taken down in the backfield. A beautiful play and a nice tackle by uh, Nick Snarski on the play. Sacked for a loss of three there. That was heads up by that defensive line that kind of crashed that. Yeah. He realized that the quarterback had the ball and went right to it. Showed excellent discipline by the defense. Snarski is a, a tall, long player, and he's got great feet, so I expect to see him make some great plays this game and this year. Fourth and two so, for DeKalb. And it looks like they're getting ready to kick. He's in the, they're in the punt formation, back, and... A line drive kick a long ways, too. He fells it at about the 10-yard line. That's Rondell Jamison. He's broke a tackle. He's out to the 26-yard line. A nice return by Rondell. Tough runner. Another player down on the field for Carmel, and this time it's looks like he's shaking up. He's moving around. The aforementioned Nick Snarski. It is Nick. Well, it was a nice effort on a return there. I mean, he probably got realistically about 22 yards uh, coming coming off the five. They're they're about at the 26 now, so uh, not a bad return. Not it's time, I think, uh, gentlemen, it's time to remind people that WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic and local programs like this All Star Catholic High School Game of the Week to our community. We only could do that. With listener financial support, take a moment now to donate online at WSFICatholicRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI Catholic Radio P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. That's WSFI Catholic Radio P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Carmel has broke the huddle, and Miles... Uh, once again, under sun, center, Carmel with the triple option you've been hearing all about. Mile barking out the signal. Looks like we had an illegal shift there. Flag one. Looks like a yeah. legal procedure. I think this is going to go against the defense. Yeah, they must have gone on a hard count there, okay. and the the nose guard jumped. All you have to do is cross the the length of the football, and you're going to be penalized five yards. Just going back to the last play, Sarnowski or. Snarsky uh, ran off the field in his own power. He was the injured player, so we're thankful for that. Very much so. Trammell back under center once again. and There's a, a snap and a handoff to, uh, looks like Jamison for about four yards. Is it? That looks did like look a keep by Trammell. Trammell, I'm uh, sorry. A keep by Trammell. Over so, the years, referees often are confused by the option, and they'll blow the whistle sometimes when they think the fullback has the ball and the quarterback is on his way downfield for a touchdown. It I, goes right back to the line of scrimmage. When I was playing, I was playing against the option, and me and, me, and another guy, once again. me and another guy, we tackled the fullback. We got called for a personal foul. <laughs> Breaks the huddle. Trammell's uh, under center barking out the signals and a handoff to Jamison. This time it is Jamison, and he's got about 10 yards. First down. First down, Carmel. He's out at the uh, Carmel 40-yard line. Yes, my guess that uh, deep, or offensive coordinator Ben Berg is finding a little hole in the Barb's defense, looking to exploit it. Now, Joe uh, Trammell has not been the starting quarterback, as you said, and you know, obviously they got to work with him in terms of getting the plays in and what have you. Trammell, uh, once again under center, barking out the signals. Looked like we had a trap to the inside. He was stopped yeah. immediately for probably a loss. 
of one. Very good job by the DeKalb uh, defense on that. I think we had, uh, I want to say, number 43 on the stop. Yeah, Yeah, Miles Trammell is a superb athlete. And I anticipate, I don't anticipate the Corsairs to throw the ball much today, but he can make plays with his feet. Coming to the line of scrimmage here, Trammell under center. It looks like he's got one back and four wide receivers, one in the Z motion. And it's the outside pitch. Pitch to Zaire Barnes, and he's got uh, probably five yards. He's going to be a little shy of the first down. Zaire was a little tentative on that run. Uh, I thought he had more of an opening than than it appeared. Another guy injured. Well, a lot of guys going down for that Catholic, uh, Catholic Central. Carmel team. Catholic, Carmel yeah. Catholic. Uh, Just Catholic Central was the school that Father did the broadcast for last week up in uh, the greater <laughs> Milwaukee area. We're here in Mundelein with Carmel Catholic this week, and this is our first broadcast of the year. Uh, getting... For Carmel Catholic, we'll be doing several broadcasts throughout the course of the year. May be a little rusty tonight, but we're gonna we're gonna work out those kinks. Uh, well, I think you should put a shock collar on me every time I say it. Just shock me. I'll learn very quick. You know, <laughs> that's Father. Old you're awesome because that's, old, that's really old school. <laughs> so Father, Father, uh, we're seeing a lot of injuries early in the game. Uh, what do you make of that? One of the things sometimes, if you don't properly warm up, if your muscles aren't warm enough. As you go into the game, if you're not stretching or you're on the sideline, sometimes these little nagging injuries can, can you know, we call the turf coming up and biting us in a sense. Pull a hamstring, maybe twist a knee. We have to, you have to be warm as an athlete out there, and you got to kind of keep moving. So this is uh, Joel Basara coming off the field. He's walking a little gingerly, but not uh, doesn't look to be too injured. Joel, uh, once again, was our Catholic uh, Player of the Week as, as we – you will hear about that honor towards the end of the ball game. Great young man. Here's Miles uh, Trammell. Carmel setting the offense. Trammell barking out the signals. Third and four. It's a pitch to the left it's side. Jameson. Here He's comes g- Jameson. Jameson. Oh, nice oh, tackle. Beautiful Number tackle. 11 on Carmel. Ross. Yeah, he got him in the backfield. Uh, probably right back to the line, and that was about it. He he grabbed those ankles, scooped them up. It almost looked like a fireman's carry. Yeah. That was so, an excellent play. It rarely does Jamison come down on first contract contact. Had he not, he had a window to so run So here through. comes the punt team for Carmel. It's about fourth and six, and it looks like they will be punting. They're right around the midfield stripe at the Carmel 47-yard line. Fourth and one. Fourth and one. I'm sorry. That's quite all right. Nice snap. Oh, they it's a fake. fake. It. Yep, they fake it. It's Zaire he's Barnes, and it. he's got the first down. Over and the 50 more. yard line to yes, the 46 yep. yard line of he's the down DeKalb, the DeKalb territory. territory. Yeah, beautiful. Nice play. What do you see there, Father? Uh, that was a great short snap to the to the up back right there before the punter. And he put his head down. He went through two guys to get that much yardage. But a great call by the coach at this time at this period to keep that drive going. What do you think? Sure was. Is, is it too late for me to say watch out for the fake? <laughs> well, if you didn't call it, you don't own it. Yeah. Looks like travel under yes. center here. He's rolling got to the a, outside. He's, he's going. Himself. He's got some room. He's got five, ten yards maybe. First down. First down, Carmel. About the 34-yard line of DeKalb at this point, and it looks like Carmel is threatening. That was a great block out there by Nick Snarsky, who was playing wide receiver. They do what is called a stalk block, and basically they mirror what the defender does and, and try to prevent him from 
reaching the running back. He did a wonderful job, helped make that play. Well, it's great to see. It seems like uh, these guys are having a great time on the field. Great audience here. Uh, what a nice atmosphere for Friday Night Lights. Sure is. Here's Trammell in her center, barking the signals out. He's got Barnes in the backfield, and he's going to keep it. Trammell's got about three on the play, it looks like, uh, off the left tackle. Looks like he's down to about the 30-yard line. Uh, They keep that drive going. You know, we used to have a saying when we played football in the offensive line is all we need is three each down. You got that nine on third down, it's fourth and one, and you just talk the coach into going for it. Three yards in a cloud of dust. Amen. Or a cloud of rubber on this field. That's yeah. true. It is It is uh, false what, grass. Artificial, yeah. What, yeah, so what is this turf? It's uh, called field turf. It's very expensive stuff. This is the second generation we've had on the field. Here's Trammell under center. His Carmel breaks the huddle, and he's a little reversed and off. stopped like in the backfield. Jamison right at the line. He had an off-tackle counter going on there, and and it was stopped immediately. You are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5. The Corsairs are going to have to account for uh, number 99, Dwayne Lacey. He just fired off the end there and broke up the play before it could gain anything. Looks like they're they're setting him free to go do some damage there on that defense, and and he came in raging, and uh, hit him behind the line. It was it was a nice tackle for a defensive lineman. So Carmel has broke here. the huddle. Trammell under center once again, with Jamison directly behind him. Zaire in motion, and he's kept it. Trammell and looks like he's got nothing. As uh, DeKalb was in pursuit right away. Well, we're looking at a third, and what is that? Fourth say? and fourth, fourth and five. And we're looking probably the 30-yard line, it looks like, as from the press box, 31. A little long for a field goal, so I would expect Carmel to go for it on this it's one. It's definitely four-down territory, Father. Andy Biddo has been known to take some risks. A field goal a little bit out of Matt Helen's range. He did kick a 43-yarder last, last week, but this is just a little bit beyond his leg. It looks like Carmel has broken the huddle. Yep, Trammell, and he's in the shotgun this time. And the first time we've seen that formation, Trammell calls it out. He's got the ball. He's rolling to the le- left side. He's looking downfield. He may keep it. He is going to keep it. And he's got probably five yards or close to it. Close I to the first he's down. Short. It'll be interesting to see the mark. Looks like he got down to the 26-yard line, needed to get to the 25 and it looks like they're platooning in their defense and offense here that they're switching uh, switching the ball. Yeah, they're not even going to they're not even going to measure it. Okay. So we've got a 124 left in the first and once again DeKalb is up 7 nothing as they'll take over on downs. And we're going to see once again that star quarterback uh, for DeKalb um, well this this Derek is Kyler. the time of the game Derek right Kyler. now that you know, if you're out there, parents and grandparents, you might want to say a couple Hail Marys for your boys on defense because this is where they could really break the game open. Uh-oh. Here, well, no, he's got him uh, wrapped up after two yards. It was a short run up the middle. Uh, it looked like Kyler handed off to number 44. So, so when DeKalb on offense, uh, would you describe it as anything other than a, a spread offense? It looks like they line up. Three to four wide receivers on one side, and then one on, one to two on the other. It looks like a pro formation without the quarterback. And, yeah, Kyler's and, uh, in the shotgun right now. They got one to the left, one in motion, and two to the right. 
and nice run off, off tackle. Off the, yes, got to one the thirty-nine the yard line. Who is that? Who is that player? Is that forty-four again? Thirty-one. Jelante. Thirty-one. Jelante Young. What a nice running, running back he was. Nice run up the middle. Shedded a couple tackles there, and he got himself a first down. And they're almost in a hurry up, and uh, they're right away. No huddle, and Kyler back behind uh, center, still in the shotgun, calling out the signals. He's got one in the backfield, and everybody else is wide. And he hands off to the one in the backfield, and that's their, uh, their main running back for DeKalb. Uh, Young. Young, thank you. Jelante Young. He's built like a, a fire hydrant. And uh, what I've noticed is the Corsairs have been trying to tackle him high thus far. They're going to have to wrap up the legs, or he's going to have yardage at will. It looks like we got a timeout here um, on the field. We're looking at... Uh, Maybe second and six for DeKalb. Uh, they're moving pretty good, and they're, they're running the ball pretty consistently up in the middle, even in that spread formation. Uh, look for them to go to the air sometimes. They're going to surprise them, and they're going to try to throw out of that formation, I think, pretty quickly. They sure are. They're, they're trying to suck up the defense, and Kyler can certainly throw the ball. Saw him warming up before the game, and he was throwing 60 yards and barely moving his front foot. Gentlemen, as this uh, quarter break, it might be a good time to remind everybody that life changes, and so does your need for life insurance. People buy houses, have more children, get married, change jobs, go into business. Life insurance isn't a one-time purchase, and Catholic Financial Life will be there for you every step of the way. Why not look at life insurance from an organization with the same Catholic values that you have? Call Matt Tomlinson, an advisor with Catholic Financial Life, Call 847-548-MATH. That's 847-548-6288. Wow, what a, what a uh, great night for football. It looks like the teams are coming back on the field. Um, Catholic Central here looks like to be in their... Carmel uh, Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, oh, the shock. The shock yeah, of it. Right. So, uh, Father, they got a uh, five wide right now. He's in... Uh, uh, in the shotgun, Kyler is, and here we go. And here's the pass. Back to pass. Throw. He throws Got a, a nice ball. Number Tight 81. Spiral. Out of bounds. Uh, James Sauter. After, right after catching it. James Sauter looked that ball right into his hands, tucked it almost like a, a seasoned professional and just stepped out of bounds. And they waste no time, no huddle. They're right back up and uh, ready to call the next play. He's in the shotgun again. Same formation you see. If you watch an NFL team, that's basically what they look like and, terms of the setup he's calling out the signals right now you one in the backfield everybody else one wide. in the backfield yep the handoff and right up in the middle to 31 once young. again and that's young and he's you got about a gain of three three yards now this is this is a tough on a defense when a team uh, is that talented and they run their plays that quickly it absolutely is they don't get any rest it's hard to sub guys in they're gaining yards on each play the only rest they get is when they move the flags for a first down. Exactly right. And here's Kyler once again. And they got this time they got four wide to the right, one in motion, and one in the backfield. And it's hands off to number 10. Nice pursuit. On a, and a beautiful tackle way back by 34 and 51 on Carmel. Awesome. Uh, we, looked, we looked good there. That was a great play. Had him held up behind the line of scrimmage. He attempted a cutback. But a defender and was there. There That's was the Matt Myers who, with the who initial uh, tackle for Carmel that uh, that busted through, and uh, and Jacob Seco uh, 
Joe that, that uh, defensive finished him Jacob off. Zico. Yeah, he, he's a, a two-year starter. So well, here's Kyler once again, and they're wide. This time they're at the other five uh, wide receivers. Yes, and Kyler's uh, calling out the signals, and look, they have to pass the ball. And here we go. He's in the back. Pressure. He pulls it up. He's got the sideline, folks. 40-35 to the 30 and run out of bounds about the 28-yard line. Nice run. He felt some pressure there in the pocket, decided to take off, and, and it was worth it. So, Father, these guys scored 40 points last week and winning 40-12. to 12. Uh, Boy, you can see how they can score 40 points in a hurry, can't you? There's a lot of threats on that offense right now, and, and the thing is is you can play the best man-to-man defense and cover the guys, and you still have to worry about the quarterback. There's Kyler. He's got the one young in the backfield, and he's got uh, four to the wi- four wide, three to the right side, one to the left. And it goes and, straight up the middle to Young, and he stopped immediately. He's maybe maybe one yards on the carry, stopped by number 54. And we've got 10 minutes and 13 seconds left in the half, and Carmel is down seven and seven and nothing to uh, DeKalb. Stopped by 55. I'm sorry, that's Kerwin on the tackle, and nice tackle that was. He wrapped him up, didn't let him go anywhere. Wrapped him up, drove his feet. It was a textbook tackle. Kyler out of the shotgun, Young behind him, three wide to the right, one to the left. Barks out the signals. Kyler is a big guy. Boy, he stands in there like an NFL quarterback. Drops back, classic straight back. Pressure again. He's got a hole. Oh, Oh, he flips off to Young on a on a out of the backfield. Young, I think he was over the line of scrimmage on that pass. I think that, or we got a holding, 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 or he crossed the line of scrimmage. One I, of the two. I know that I was an offensive lineman. I know what that ref just you know did. He grabbed holding, his wrist and he pulled it down. That's holding. I know that for sure. And you just don't want him to call your number because the coach on the other sideline is going to ask, "What's the number?" You know, film doesn't lie, right? We need a turnover, don't we? Hmm. By the way, we're going to be objective in, in terms of the truth of the field, but we are partisan in the sense that there's a Catholic team playing tonight. Right, Father? Well, you know, you pray pray that your guys do the best that they can and they play up to their potential, but football is football. You know, I can say a prayer and I can still get depleted in the same play. You know what I mean? And that's the right. beauty of football. It's kind of like life. So they're way back at the uh, um, 41 uh, – DeKalb's way back at the Carmel 41-yard line on the uh, penalty. Second and 23. Second and 23. Kyler with the snap. He's dropping back the pass. Quick throw on yeah. a slant. Yeah. Gets down to the 30-yard line. Who is that player there? Number 81. Number 81 uh, in that uh, number. 81. DeKalb, and that's James Souter, who's a junior. He's 6'4", 186. They line up pretty big, don't they? Nice catch there. Yeah. Same formation, trips to the left this time. Kyler calling out the signals, and he's got two on both sides, one in the backfield. He's rolling out left. left. He's got pressure. They got him back at the 40-yard line. Beautiful. That was uh, 51. Snarsky's having a big night. Yeah, number 25. Snarsky was the first one there. uh, Snarsky, Sherwin. Snarsky, Serwin, and uh, I think it was Harvey also on the play. What a great game yeah. tackle that was. Pressure on the 
on the quarterback. He went. He was looking to throw. He was waiting for him to come open, and they dropped him where he stood. So this is a big play right here. Uh, we have third and still long. No, it's fourth and 23. Fourth We're and in, 23. The oh, in the punt formation. formation. I'm He's sorry. backed up to his five-yard line. Kicks the ball. Low kick. Hard to handle. Jamison looks at it. He's going to hope Ooh. it goes in the end zone, and it might have. See and the it looks call, like a touchback. It, it did get into the end zone. Beautiful. He could have down, down that, flipped it back if he if he was smart there. A little he, bit of the roll sure of the dice, have. but that had a good enough chance of going in the end zone. He made the right move. Smart play, huh? Yeah, to let it go, absolutely. But it could have worked the other way, and he could have been downed at the one, and that would have been trouble for Carmel so, with this DeKalb defense at this point. Carmel's down 7 nothing. It was 7.54 left in the half. We were lucky to get out of there without a score. Oh, there's an 80-yard drive in front of them to get to the end zone. So it's time for the players, the playmakers, to make that play right now. And uh, something's got to happen for the Carmel Catholic uh, uh, School tonight, the Corsairs. And there's a first play uh, scrimmage. It looks like a handoff to... Uh, Hand off to the left to Jamison, and he got tackled for probably a loss of two. Um, Jamison's having a decent game tonight. Uh, They're using him quite a bit, but he has not been able to break free yet. He's not been able to get past those linebackers of DeKalb. He has not. It's tough to get to the second level on these guys because they have eight guys in the box. On that tackle, there were 11 guys within five yards of the ball carrier. Well, the way I look at it, they're just taunting uh, Carmel to pass. Um, but we'll see what Miles happens. takes the snap from center, and it's a pitch to Zaire, and Ooh. he's only got a couple as he runs right side on a uh, pitch out to the right side. Of the he field. had a hole there for a moment, but, boy, did it close quick with those linebackers. Sure did. Sure did. You know, one of the, the challenges of, of running the option is you typically run the ball. So defenses, especially against Carmel, they will stack guys in the box. They'll put eight guys in the box, sometimes nine guys in the box, and just man up the receivers and say, Run the ball, and if you want to pass the ball, good luck because we're gonna we're gonna be rushing six. Didn't the Bears used to do that with that five the, four defense? The four six. The four the six. That's yes. what it was. Third and seven, and uh, once again, Miles breaks the huddle, and it looks like he's gonna he's from the shotgun right now with. Oh, he's got back, back to pass. He's got back. pressure. He's throw a quick one to Jamison on the right side. Rondell's got it, and he's going. He's got 10, 15. He's past midfield. Oh, he's all the way down stop. to the 44-yard line of the Kelb, and that was a really a nice run, a beautiful cut back to midfield. It looked like uh, Snarsky? Snarsky with the on block, the tackle. yeah. He saved, he saved, no, with the block that was. You're right. But that was a great run. Um uh, it was a little screen pass off to the right, and what happened there is the blocks were all there. They eliminated but one guy, and that one guy got the shoestring cha- tackle at the end right here at the uh, 45-yard line of DeKalb. If a defense is going to stack eight guys in the box, a screen pass, a draw play, that's usually a, a solution to the problem that that will cause. And just boy, does that happen there. Just kind of lofted it over the uh over the defense, didn't he? And there was nobody in front of him right away. Here's Miles back under center. He's back in uh, right under center, and he's calling out handoff, and it's uh, Ooh, wrapped up there for yeah. a loss of one. He, he faked the handoff. He decided to keep it and maybe go yeah. for the pitcher outside, and they caught him uh, right there where he stood. He, about a loss of one there. And he does a good job at decoying. That's a couple times that I've missed it. It looked like it was a handoff, but he kept it himself. That's all right. I got you covered. Yeah, thank you, Father. <laughs> You're awesome. If you see the fullback run free without the football, the read is wrong. 
So the quarterback has to read that first phase. If he gets tackled right after the fake handoff. There's Miles back and and Rondell behind him, right under center, and uh, Zaire also. Then there's a – could be – what's your guess? Illegal procedure is – Offsides. Offsides on the defense. They'll keep doing that. Wow. They'll keep doing that because DeKalb's pinning their ears back and they're getting after it, and they'll continue to do that. They call it a freeze count or delayed delayed cadence. We used to do that all the time on uh, fourth and one. We would send our offense out, and uh, hopefully we'd get that five yards so we didn't have to punt. So if you are out there in the Carmel Nation, tell everybody else about this because this broadcast is going to come to you again throughout the course of the year. Once again, uh, Miles back under center, Rondell right behind him. And handoff to Zaire, who comes around the end, runs to the right side. He picks up probably five yards on that play. He gets to the 33-yard line. It is a first down. I would say a little more than five. I think he got maybe seven, maybe close to eight. But he's moving the chains here. And that was a nice call, a little counter. That was a great job by the offensive line, making the holes for Zaire there. The defense usually will be sucking up on Jamison, the fullback. He's run free and clear the last couple here of plays. Here comes Miles back once again with uh, Rondell behind him. Full house backfield. Motion. And, and this time he pass. drops back and he's going to throw. He takes off. He's, oh, he's all alone. He's 25 to the 20 to the 15. And he's got a nice run all the way down to the 13-yard line of DeKalb. Uh, Miles is showing that speed that he's known for, huh, Joe? I wouldn't be surprised if that's a designed keep. As I said, he makes plays with his feet, and likely Ben Berg, the offensive coordinator, probably said, look to run, look to run. Yeah. So it, it sure looked like that to me, Joe, as well, because he had he his head came up to the receivers for a brief moment, and then it was down and he tucked. And he needs the narrowest window to run through it. That was a, a real nice job by Miles. So we remind listeners that they are listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio Carmel Corsairs versus Decal Barbs, and here's Miles once again under center with Rondell right behind him. And the handoff to Rondell, and he's got he broke a tackle there. He's and still was, moving here. Boy, he broke a couple, didn't he? he was, they met him up in the backfield, and he was able to get uh, knocked through that and, and get all the way a, a good five-yard run on the play. It looks like he's down to about the seven-yard line of DeKalb, and it looked like the team stopped there, and all of a sudden there was some action going on a little farther. He didn't stop. He wanted that end zone. That's a good thing to see from this offense. He's a big, strong guy. Can you see how he's going to wear people down in the second half? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what's happened with him historically. So here we go. Once again, Carmel breaks the huddle. Miles under center. Rondell in the backfield right behind him. Triple option with handoff to uh, Rondell. Stopped immediately for maybe about a gain of one, maybe one and a half here. Uh, chains aren't going to move. It looks like it's going to go to a, a second and third and two. A third and third two. Third and three. Third and two. And it looks like they're about the Eight. seven yard line. Yeah. Spot is closer to the six, maybe. Tremel taking the call from the sideline here, running to his boys in the huddle. And he's been doing that the entire uh, first uh, half, running over the sideline to get the play. Looks like they're in that classic uh, double wing full house backfield. Trammell under the, center. The triple option is is deadly in that motion right. And here we go. Trammell keeper. Keep it, keeps it. He's down to the two probably. First down. That's going to be a first down, folks. Yeah. He, a nice fake to Rondell. 
uh, as he ran through the, the right side, kept it himself, and right over tackle on the right side. That's pretty, you know, his his feet never stopped on that either. It took, he's a, he's a smaller guy, and it took three, four guys to stop him at that point. It's nice when uh, they have that hunger, that thirst for the goal line. Well, they're definitely got- smelling the goal line here, and we got Carmel Catholic uh, banging on the doors here of DeKalb. They're on the three-yard line here, and they're looking to get in first and 10 with about two minutes and gold 50 seconds left in the half. 2.52 left two, to go. 2.46 and a running clock. And Miles pitches to Rondell. Rondell runs the left side and tripped up right away. Well, he got it down to maybe the one-yard line. Maybe a gain of one there. Yeah. It's a beautiful scoreboard we're staring at, Joe. Tell us the story behind that. You know, we had some Carmel alums who approached – Brad Bonham, the president of the school, and approached Andy and said, look, we want to make a donation to the school. And uh, the, the scoreboard is somewhat in the range of $50,000, and it is gorgeous. We get to see replays every now and then and, and can correct ourselves. Yes. So here's Mile. They break this huddle, uh, the triple option. And pitch to Ooh. Rondell, and they got him in the backfield for a loss. He's back to the probably the four-yard line. I think, uh, you know, it's... One thing with football is when you get your back on defense against that end zone line, things start to tighten up a little bit. It's hard to make those calls, those reads, because everything's happening so quickly. Um, They might have to open it up. They may have to go to the outside. They may have to do something to get that ball over the end zone. You don't want to lose this chance at this point. Right. That that is for sure. You know, and when you're inside the 10-yard line, the field shrinks. You don't have much You can't run off receivers they're not going to chase you out of the back of the end zone so it's a lot tighter in there and a lot tougher to do things so there's a timeout uh on the field a caramel timeout and i think it'd be a good time to remind our listeners that are or ask them are you looking for an exciting and affordable way to get the word out about your business advertising is expensive and often misses the mark why not sponsor our pregame show huddle up with Coach Andy Bitto, our halftime show, or even our Sports Faith Player of the Week. You'll be amazed how affordable it is. Call now. Don't miss this chance to be part of our next broadcast. 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or email info at wsfiradio.org and mention Carmel High School. Carmel's on the sideline still talking with Coach Berg. Actually, the play calling, uh, Joe, it's much more expansive than it has been historically for Carmel. You know, Coach Berg has spread things out a little bit. They're doing a little bit more outside, a little bit more outside of the option. I anticipate we're going to see something different that we haven't seen all night right here. Same formation in the backfield. So it looks like Carmel's got a couple to the wide, wide to the left, and there's in motion. Miles back. He's dropped way, way back. and Incomplete. Incomplete. He tried to. Yeah, it was a. Uh, throw that uh, out of bounds. Uh, he attempted to get the ball to uh, Jonathan Bratt, who's uh, a uh, 5'8 junior uh, uh, out of St. Joseph's Parish. And, Trammell uh, rolled to the right there and had a had a man doing an out, a two pattern there to the sideline. He had him, but he had him too late. You know, he hit that white line. So it looks like they're going to kick this ball. It's uh, fourth and goal. And they're attempting the field goal. And what do we have here, Joe? Who's, uh, Typical starting quarterback Jeremy Strutzel is going to do the hold. That might be all we see him do tonight. 
Matt Helen, the kicker. Little chip shot. It's up and good. Yeah, right through. Splits the uprights. Carmel is on the board. It's 7-3 with a minute 32 left in the first half. And better uh, some points than none. So Absolutely. True. I think anytime you get points on the board, you know, that's what it's all about. At the end of the game, you know who wins the game? Team, Team with, with the most points. Amen. <laughs> Thank Amen. you, Tim McCarver. <laughs> and so, Joe, uh, Jeremy throws a beautiful ball. We're probably one of the best arms we've seen at Carmel in a long time. Uh, Miles, we don't know so much about his arm, but we know he's faster than heck. You know what? He, sh- he sh- throws the short and intermediate pass pretty well. Don't expect anyone to air the ball out here unless unless it's Rondell Jameson on a pitch pass. Rondell, can he really air it out? You can't tell anyone that. But uh, right now, Jim Redick, the defensive coordinator, I'm sure is letting the troops know, watch for the play-action pass, watch for the long pass, watch for the double pass. This so, is when you pull out all stops. Right. Well, uh, the Calb special teams have been excellent thus far. Uh, you're in a kicking situation where you got your men. You, everybody's got to stay in the lanes here, run down the field, and do their job so there's no let-up before halftime. Uh, it's going to be going to be interesting to watch this kickoff and see if they kick away from their star. They're the very likely. This is Ryan Munkin who's it. about to kick off for Carmel. And here he goes, Ryan Munkin Here's with a kick, game. and it's a high kick. Short. It's down to about the 12-yard line where it's received by DeKalb. And uh, he's busted a tackle, folks. He's going. He's he gone. could go all the way. Somebody's got to get him. Let's. Oh, no. He has gone down the right sideline the whole way. Flag on the play. Nobody touched him. Flag on Maybe the play. Maybe a block in the back. That'll bring it back. Let's. That's a see. shame too. That was Cole that... Tucker, and he's the guy that ran back the one earlier, and he's their big uh, wide receiver. Lines up at six-two, uh, one-eighty-five, senior. If that flag's a block in the back or an illegal block on the team, that's a shame because there was no one in front of uh, that running or that that receiver there that was running the ball, no, everybody was behind him. There's no need for that kind of play. So I'm interested to see what that is right now. So, well, Father Michael, where was the breakdown there? I think the breakdown is your your level of lanes. You were coming down too fast on some sides, and it left when everybody met in the middle, it kind of left that groove there to him slip to the outside, and he had the sideline for about 70 yards. He sure did. The, and it looked like he had a few guys that had a chance at him, but he had such good speed that they didn't really have a chance. You know, on kickoffs, the safety is typically the kicker, who is Matt Helen. Matt Helen's a soccer player, so he's, a, he's not a non-athlete. And what he has to do there, because the returner, Tucker, chose the sideline. And as long as he chooses the sideline, all you have to do is bump him Touchdown. out of bounds. And it's a touchdown. The penalty apparently was on Carmel, and big celebration on DeKalb's side. Not the way you want to go into the half down. 13-3 to right now with a minute 19 left in the first half. Well, there's nothing you can do about it now. I'm interested to see what Carmel's going to do on offense, and with 1.19 to go, are they going to open this thing up and throw the ball? If they do, it'll be short passes. I can't expect them to, to air it out. You know, hope to break a big play maybe run some some sort of fancy play because they're going to be kicking at the beginning of the second half. They do want to put more points on the board. That's Remember, true. you're listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, and we're about to watch the extra point here. 
Uh, looks like they're set to kick. Great snap. Snap down. It's up. It's w- plenty of leg way out there. And we split the uprights, and it is now 14 to three ball game. So Carmel has played fairly well on both sides of the ball, and we're down 14-3. Two big plays, both of them on special teams. Well, Coach Coach Pitto is the special teams coach with the assistance of John Taylor, and uh, that's certainly something they're going to talk about at halftime. So as we uh, get ready for, to line up for the uh, the kick with 119 left, it's important to remind you all that you're listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, and Last week, Carmel was down 14 to three at the half. They're down 14 to three tonight. And hope is a virtue amongst uh, all <laughs> other virtues. But there's reason. There's plenty of reason to have a realistic hope that we will come back strong. Absolutely. The, the last series, the last drive for the Corsairs was an impressive one. And while they didn't punch it in the end zone, they did get the three points, and they will take that for now. They'll make adjustments at halftime and hopefully come out and proceed in doing what is, has worked for them so far this half. So you got Miles and Rondell back deep uh, is the return men. Um, I can for- only surmise here, Mark and, and Father, that the penalty was after the touchdown was scored. So there's a penalty assessed here against the Cal. That it looks, looks like, like a personal foul. Right? Personal foul. Personal foul. So Jameson and Miles Tremill are uh, at about the, the Carmel 15, yeah. so if this is a shorter kick, they should have good field position. So the Kelbs kicker is kicking off on the 25-yard line. Uh, it's going to be a, a short kick. They should be in good field position. They could get a score before halftime. Boy, that would change the game a lot. Here's the kick. It's a line drive, and it looks like it's going to Miles Trammell, and he's get picked it up. He's get the 22 and he's broke a tackle. He's, got the he's at the 40, line. the 50, the 40. He's got one to beat. 30, 25 yard lines, and he's pushed out of bounds. He had to. Uh, what a great, beautiful run! What a beautiful great play run. that was. He weaved in and out of the sideline where the where these guys were coming up running. We got one injury on the play. It looks like a decal player is down at the 40 yard line, um, and they're attending to him now. The trainers. Well, what a great play that was. He, he, he weaved in and out of the defensive players, and then he got surrounded by three, and they ran him out of bounds. He could have went, and that was uh, Tucker that ran that ball. Wow. No, the Tucker hit him out of bounds. Tucker hit him out of bounds. You are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI 88.5 FM Antioch. Now it's a great time out there, listeners, if you're out there listening to the Catholic radio uh, we got a couple injuries tonight, but say some prayers for these boys. They're playing hard. They're playing up to their potential, and it's a great game. It looks like uh, Carmel is going to threaten here. they got about 30 yards to go uh, to get in the end zone. they got about a minute and nine to do, do it. What do you think? You know, I think they're going to go with their bread and butter. They're going to run some option. They'll probably run some pitches. If they do have a third and long or fourth and long situation, expect to see something a little bit out of the ordinary, a pitch pass, a reverse Something along those lines, because DeKalb really pursues, and a reverse is a good remedy for that for the Corsair offense. One of these things, you got to be aware of your timeouts, and you got to be watching that clock, making sure you get as many plays as you can in this minute. And it looks like they're backing them up even again. There must have been some kind of penalty. 
where there was a walk-off from the 26 down to, what is that, the 13? 13-yard line. Now, Father Michael, uh, Coach Biddle had Miles Trammell, the quarterback, back there returning, so it was him and Jameson, so essentially there was no one to kick away from. You like that idea of, of getting your stars and the ball as much as possible? Well, yes. I- Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think so. I mean, you have to put the ball in the playmaker's hands. These guys have been consistent all night. They've always been around the ball, and they want the ball. That's why they're around the ball. And these guys can play both ways. In fact, they do often play both ways. There's Miles Trammell under center, barks out the signals, and a handoff to Jamison. He's got probably three, and he's gang-tackled uh, at the after that. Looks like we got a timeout here. 101 on left. Field. With 101 left, and they're threatening. Timeout, Carmel. Father, it might be a nice time to tell everybody about Ziegler Nissan of Gurney. And we're proud to have them as a sponsor of this matchup with the Carmel Catholic Corsairs as they host the DeKal Barbs in the WSFI 88.5 All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week located right here in Lake County on Grand Avenue. It's important to us to be trusted partner in our local community, is what Ziegler tells us, where you and we live together. Ziegler Nissan of Gurney on Grand Avenue. Make your next Nissan a Ziegler Nissan. I was telling uh, Angela Tomlinson uh, and Matt, uh, the directors of WSFI, that the hottest car when I was in college was a 280Z, Nissan 280Z. It just, that was a sharp-looking thing. Those were great cars. They were the hot rods of the day, not not necessarily muscle cars. I've seen a few in the last few weeks. There must be a, yeah, a 280Z club or something. Nissan makes beautiful mid-sized vehicles and all uh, just a full line, but um, I don't think any manufacturer goes with a car quite that light anymore. Here we go. Uh, Miles Trammell is, is uh, under center and Jameson in the backfield. He hands off to Jameson and He's got uh, about three yards. Three yards. Down to about the seven-yard line. Good hard run. Got hit three or four times before he went down. But he put his head down, kept his feet moving, and he's got about three yards there. We got another timeout on the field. Boy, all this empty air. We got to keep this moving, huh? Father, you know, uh, just your story. I I could, God's honest truth, I could listen to you forever. And it's really, uh, this is a really holy guy right here. But if you look at him, he's, he, you go, you t- told me, if you don't mind my saying, I'm about three and a quarter right now. And it is not fat. This guy, Joe, am I right? This guy could freaking pick us both up and throw us out and probably land us on the 50-yard line I'm right now. i very kind to him. So wow. he's got a beard. He's, he's a rough-looking character. He looks like he should be starring in a, uh, you know, Vin Diesel movie where, you know, he picks up a car and throws the people outside. But he hears confessions. Uh, he was telling me before the program and just how important it is the sacrament and how seriously he takes his vows. And um, well, I, th- I think that in the priesthood, you, you realize one thing. Jesus died for a reason. That's the forgiveness of sins. We have that pathway in the sacrament of penance, reconciliation in the church. If we're not sitting in the confessional waiting for people to come and confess their sins, I don't think we're doing our job. Thank you, Father. So here's Miles back at uh, Carmel. He's at the seven-yard line. He's calling out the signals, and he's dropped back. He's going to throw the football. He's got a man. Touchdown. A touchdown, Carmel. 
Just a terrific pass. Number 12. And it, in a tight coverage. Nope, nope, that's not 12. Who is that? 44's come up with it. In, uh, Joe Basara. Basara. Joe Basara, we saw leave the game earlier in the, in the WSFI uh, Player of the Week. So what, how, what special karma that is. I don't know about this, but, you know, you're looking at the play ahead. It's 9-14. to 14. What's the chances they go for two on this? Well, you know, the quarterback is the holder, so they, they could have a play where he might roll out. They, they could fake it to get it within three points. The kicker is on the field, but it should be interesting if they go for two here. I would if I was a coach, uh, trying to cut that within three. But the kick is up. And it's perfect. And it's perfect. 14-10. That is beautiful that we, we tightened it up going into the half, huh? 14-10. There's 44.4 seconds on the field. And we got to remember how quick DeKalb scored the last time on their special team. So, therefore, for 44 seconds, they got to commit to defense. They got to commit to being in the right places. And they got to stop any kind of advance that DeKalb's going to put up before halftime. I will be surprised if they kick it anywhere near number 15, Cole Tucker. Cole Tucker's got two touchdowns on the game tonight and has been an amazing player he's, he's for He stopped Miles uh, from going all the way. That's that right. Run down the right sideline. That's right. He's been all over the field today, and, and kudos to him. What a great uh, athlete he is. So, so Father, uh, where do we kick the ball here? I don't know. I, I wasn't much on the kickoff team. I was yeah, too I mean, big are to you, are you going to give it to Cole Tucker again? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. I, that's a no-brainer. I think I would try to put it on the ground about the 40, see if you can get your guys uh, coming up, and maybe one of the DeKalb team uh, players will mishandle it, and maybe you get a fumble on this. True that. Uh, you know, something they may do, they may actually try to pooch it opposite us on the DeKalb sideline, pooch it up and land it on about the 20-yard line and make someone run under it, and that allows the, the kick coverage team to get down there before any moves can be made. And here's Ryan Munkin getting ready to kick off again for Carmel. And deep, once again, Cole Tucker, number 15, and also uh, deep number 28 for DeKalb, and that's Shepard Stapleton. It is a corner pooch kick. And it is called off. The whistle blew. There must have been either a timeout or an illegal procedure. It looks like a timeout by By Carmel. Yeah, Coach Biddle ran out in the field and called timeout. Maybe because he was expecting the kicker to kick it to Cole Tucker, which he did. Well, I, I, that, that boy is dangerous back there carrying the ball, and especially if he's got 100 yards in front of him, he's going to try to make all 100. He's done it twice tonight. Father, I'm going to ask a rhetorical question. Are you enjoying this all-star Catholic high school football game of the week? I think it's just been such a special night. Great football up to this point and enjoying it with you two uh, and your superb acumen. Did you know you can listen to it again later on demand? Visit WSFICatholicRadio.org or click or listen to the programming. It's WSFICatholicRadio.org and listen to the programming. Well, we're, we're lined up here. He's, he's checking the ball, the kicker, uh, and he's striding backwards to get his uh, kick ready here. It looks like we got the same two DeKalb players in the back, and especially Stapleton that, and Tucker. that very dangerous Tucker in the back. Uh, waiting about the six, seven-yard line. And it's a squib kick. Yeah, good move, good move. He picks it up, and he's uh, tackled the at the 45. He's tackled at their own 45. Well, it seems like they got 55 yards to go, and they got 41 seconds to do it. What do you think? 
Well, what the Carmel de defense has to watch out for is the strong arm of Derek Kyler. He's hooked up, actually, last week in the game, their first offensive play of the season was a touchdown to uh, his number one receiver, Cole Tucker. Look for them to hook up here. Spread formation, one running back in the backfield. He is in a short shotgun that's, situation. That's Young, who he looks to for a screen if nothing else develops. Two on both sides. The Carmel Tucker, defense has softened at, up. He's got his plays on his uh, wrist, it looks like. Sounds like he called an audible there. It's the snap. The shotgun, and he, he's going to keep it. He's... Bounces off the set. Now he's going to throw it. He's over the line, isn't he? He's got a man. Wow. Uh, 30, 40-yard throw, and he's all the way down to the 13. Boy, that looked real close to the line of scrimmage. He sure was close. That's a disastrous play for the Carmel defense because the one thing the defensive coaches are going to tell them, do not allow big plays. And look That's at how quick they deep. lined up. They're already uh, He's already under center. center. They're, they're already ready to go, and they're waiting for the whistle to wave. And here he goes. He's right under center on this play. Spread formation, and he throws the ball down to stop the clock. Well, I think you can afford to do that at this point. And he 24.1 seconds left. He stopped the clock to get a get a play run in here, and uh, I think it's we might see some scoring before halftime. You are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 Catholic Radio. It seems like Kyler has has got the play from his coach. He's walking back out. Um, they're huddling up here. So what, here they go into the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Once again with Young back behind Kyler in uh, shotgun formation. They got three wide to the right and one to the left. And there are a lot of Carmel fans in that end zone circling. Uh, the end zone as we wait on this play, and it'd be let's see if they can make some noise. Kyler's got the ball. There's a whistle. Whistles might be an offsides. Offsides delay a game. It's it's really hard to tell. Well, they're going to have to put an extremely tough effort in here on defense. Like we talked about before, you got your back to the end zone, and uh, you really got to tighten up here. 27.4 seconds. Kyler in the shotgun situation. He's got trips right. Um, and here he goes. A throw. Uh, rainbows the, the right zone. side. Touchdown. Beautiful pass. Oh, is that a touchdown? It's hard to see if touchdown. he came down with it. He got it. Boy, what a terrific pass. That was a great effort by the wide receiver. Yeah, I don't know who that yeah. was. That's a little too far from my vision here, but what an excellent play that was. And and they scored literally in 40 seconds. Yeah. 40 seconds. You know, it's really tough to defend someone with the talent of, of Kyler who can beat you with his arm and he can beat you with his feet. And they're going for the, the extra point, the uh, kick. It's 20 to 10 here with 22 Wait. seconds left in the first half. They are set up for the point after. That's a perfect kick. Good snap, good kick, 21-10. Good thing we got those points uh, just before. Well, I don't want to stress the audience out anymore, but 
we have seen some special teams play that has been outstanding. Last time when Carmel got the ball on the kickoff, he took it 40 yards, and they couldn't get. They did get a touchdown um, to almost. You know, it was 10-14 at the time, but then the Cal comes right back with two plays, three plays, scores a touchdown, and now we're sitting at 21 to 10. Well, it's certainly easy to second guess, but the the squib kick didn't travel much more than 20 yards. You want to kick it down the middle, away from the the up backs. That way, it gives your coverage team a chance to get down and and and, and make a play before the running backs can or the 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 receivers can make a move. You know, they start with the ball on the 45 yard line. There, that's too small a field. Yes, it is. I'll yes, tell you, you know, Joe, what gives me optimism also is Miles uh, looks like he settled it in pretty nicely. What a beautiful touchdown pass that was on that last drive. Sure was. He he loves the game. He loves to play. He loves to shine. So I imagine down the road in this game, we're going to see more of Miles. Well, it looks like those boys were doing it in the backyard. It was a, it was nice high pass to the inside. I think he knew right where that ball was going to be. He came across and snagged it out of the air, midair, probably a, probably a yard or three feet underneath his feet, grabbed it, pulled it in, and fell in the end zone. What a beautiful play. Here's the kick. Connor Tierney kicks off for DeKalb, and it's deep, and uh, looks like uh, uh, Tariq 20, Adams. Tariq Adams. Adams with the ball still running, gets to about the 32-yard line. And it looks like we got 15 seconds left. What do you think? They're going to run a play or they're going to kneel down? I think they're going to kneel down here. Tariq's another good athlete that, uh, you know, he's a hu- human bowling ball. He can really, last week he trucked a guy on, on, a, on a kick just like that, lowered his shoulder and, and dropped the boom on him. Well, it looks like uh, that Trammell is going to come under center here. Um, he's kneeling down in the backfield right now on one knee. Uh, it's the victory formation. No, I don't even see him. Oh, they run the ball right up the middle with their fullback. They get about And four. we're moving to studio as uh, we approach halftime, and we'll be back to break down the first half. But before that, um, I had an opportunity to speak earlier with Brian Stith, admission director at Carmel Catholic, and Here's our interview. Brian, what a solid guy he is and part of that Carmel family. Hello, WSFI listeners. You are listening to WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. And today we're here at Carmel Catholic High School in Mundelein, Illinois. And I, Mark Curran, am here with Brian Stith, who is the Director of Admissions at Carmel Catholic High School. Brian, welcome. Thank you, Mark. I'm very happy to be here tonight. Brian, I want to ask you the most logical question, and that is, why would a family think about sending their son or their daughter to Carmel Catholic High School? That's a great question. I really appreciate it. A family would think about sending their son or daughter to Carmel Catholic High School because it's a great community to be a part of. The school environment is phenomenal. Students and families really feel a part of something much larger than than just a school. It's not a school that you go to because you live in a certain area. It's a values-based community. People are very intentional about sending their student here because they know that the homes that the student's classmates would be coming from are very similar in the way they value different things and and the morals in the household they find that are common among all of our Carmel households. Brian, I'm a Catholic High School, Chicago Catholic High School graduate, as are many of the listeners out there. And there's a lot of options 
for high schools. Obviously, we, we pay a lot in property taxes. But as a parent of one that's already gone through Carmel Catholic High School and one that's there right now, I could tell you that it is just a fantastic decision that my wife and I made in sending our kids here because it incorporates the very best in academics, but even more importantly, as a parent of children that wants to raise them in the faith, Carmel does a wonderful job as to that. Can you speak to that? So being a Carmel alumni myself, I can talk about the Carmel student experience and kind of what, what I left Carmel when when I left in 2001, the responsibility I was charged with. And the beautiful thing about Carmel is that we have a great academic reputation, but the best part of Carmel is that we don't just expect our students to work hard every day and become the best and brightest that they can be. We expect that and more. We expect them to carry an awareness of the needs of their community. We require our students not just to be great learners and leaders, but we send them into the community and we ask that they complete 40 hours, a minimum of 40 hours of Christian service to become aware of the needs of the local community and realize that no matter how busy they are in their daily lives, that they have the ability to serve and make a difference. So when they graduate Carmel, we hope that they've adopted a servant's heart and carry this mission, this responsibility into their college life and into their family life and beyond. And you speak of that servant's heart. And for those of us that go to a Carmel football game, we notice how essentially the entire student body gathers around in the end zone and they begin in prayer. And they pray for the other team. They, they give thanks to the Lord that nobody was injured. Where else does that happen in high school football? Nowhere that I'm aware of. Prayer is an important part. It's a critical part of the school day. Communication with God on a regular basis is is invaluable in this day and age. And the fact that we're asking our high school students to connect in that way throughout the school day, just not at athletic events or programs like that, but at the start of every school day, at the end of every school day, and at the beginning of every class, we we have conversation through prayer with God. My two boys that have been through the Kairos experience claim that that was the greatest experience of their life. And the impact, and you see it in an age where children may not treat each other right, the love that they all have for each other, that there's no potential for a bullying concept. Instead, it's just a Christ-like love of which they approach each other. Kairos is an amazing experience. It's an opportunity. It's a retreat that we offer at Carmel, and it allows students an opportunity to reflect, to think about their direction in life, prioritize, look at their relationships, and adjust where they need to. Relationships with God, family, friends, and it's a really great way to get them set up for success in college. Brian, as a parent, I appreciate the sacrifice that you make by being here and all the people at Carmel make because you've made it affordable. And for those that it may not be affordable, there's financial aid available, and you offer bus services and everything else. So that's something that that really taking the mission that Christ has charged us with in in going out and, and evangelizing in all circles. You've done it wonderfully. Thank you. We don't want there to be any obstacles for students and families to provide their children with a Catholic education here in Lake County. We offer $1.2 million in aid, and we do have subsidized bus transportation available throughout the county. So it's something we're very proud to offer families. Any last words to the potential Carmel student out there or parent of that student? Come here. Come to our campus. Experience our great family here that we have to offer to you, and it's a family that I'd love you to join. Visit www.carmelhs.org for more information. We have admissions events going on all year long, so we hope to see you there. Brian, thank you. Bless you. Bless the Carmel family, and we bless our listeners. 
Father Michael Sparrow is the host of this week's episode of Healing the Whole Person, ordained a Jesuit in 1978. Father Michael is a spiritual director, retreat master, writer, and storyteller on the staff at Bellarmine Retreat House in Barrington, Illinois. His passion is to bring the Bible to life, and he is a master storyteller. Father Michael holds a Doctor of Ministry degree from St. Mary of the Lake University in Mundelein, where he studied inner healing. Founder of Caris Ministries and outreach to young adults, you can listen to Father Michael's inspiring homilies each week at www.heartoheart.org. Tune in to hear Father Michael at 3.30 p.m. this Thursday on Healing the Whole Person, only on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. My name is Father John Grigas. I'm the rector of the Shrine of St. Max and Colby at Marytown. I'm a priest, and as priests, we are responsible for forming you in the presence of Christ through the sacraments, through the preaching, through everything else. But you are the Christ who goes out into the world and brings the good news. And WSFI is one of the main means. And so God bless all that WSFI does. And please support WSFI in whatever means that you can so that this wonderful station may continue to broadcast the good news and evangelize our culture. WSFI 88.5 FM. Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hi, welcome back to Mundelein, where we're here at Carmel uh, Catholic High School. Band is playing right now. We have a 21 to 10 ball game. Um, what do you think of the first half so far? Well, you know what? If it wasn't for the the special teams lapses by Carmel or the successes by DeKalb, we'd probably have a 10-10 game here. Well, I thought we were going to go into the halftime at 14-10. And they struck once again with their their high-powered offense, their skill players, some of those great uh, tools that they have that coaches got on offense, and they put it right down the field and blew it kind of wide open. They are a quick strike offense and a little bit too much Cole Tucker for the Corsairs tonight. He's run back a 47-yard punt for touchdown, an 89-yard kickoff for touchdown, and right at the end of the, the half there, caught a touchdown pass. So... Lots of Cole Tucker, three touchdowns. Uh, it's Carmel 10 and Cole Tucker 21. That's exactly That's what, what it is. <laughs> well, you can't say enough for uh, Cole Tucker here, but, you know, DeKalb is a seasoned team. Their special teams look good. Their defense is tough, and they run a good show on offense. They run that spread formation, and with, with weapons like that, they're going to be pretty hot. Um, in the conference this year. What do you think? You know what? They they expect to do big things this year. So expectations are high for them. They're meeting those expectations. We really haven't seen a lot of their offense because they haven't needed it. That's true. When they score a touchdown at special teams, Carmel gets the ball right back. I anticipate they may dial down their offense a little bit, will the Barbs, in order to eat up some clock because their best defense is to keep Carmel's offense off the field. Well, it goes back to the old adage you know you win the game by having the most points right and absolutely you can either uh describe that by tough defense or a very high powered offense and it looks like 
DeKalb's got both tonight. We'll see what Carmel has coming up in the future in a sense of the second half. You know, they did play some some good uh, clock management in, in the last kind of quarter, second quarter. They drove the ball down about 60, 65 yards. Uh, it went back and forth for a while. The clock was running, and we had that unfortunate score where we run back from the, the punt, and then they came back right back, and they, they answered that call. So these guys are they're, they're responding, but I think their playmakers really have to rise. The cream's got to rise to the top here. They sure do. I'm sure they're going to run the plays, the offense, the, the schemes, and the sets and the series that was successful in the first half. I anticipate, though, if this score gets any wider than it is, I anticipate Carmel's going to pull out a few wrinkles. Well, that would be nice to see on the Carmel offense. Uh, Tucker has an amazing, amazing plays tonight. Uh, and, and even on the other side of the ball uh, with Trammell, he had some nice plays tonight, some nice runs in and out of uh, uh the sideline there on that run back, that last punt where he, he put him in field position uh, to get that last score. There's some there's some good plays going on, but the thing is it's all not being put together at the same time. And I think that's been the difference tonight where DeKalb is firing on four or five, six cylinders, and it seems like Carmel gets a good spark here and a couple cylinders are going, but there's some letdowns, a lot of penalties so far. What do you think of the, how the game has been called? Well, you know, Schiffer, he's the, the back uh, judge. He's the back there. judge. We met him up here. Uh, hasn't hasn't helped us much. They've got a couple <laughs> calls against the Corsairs, but I'd never blame it on the refs or the umpires. That would be completely unfair. <laughs> no, Joe Schiffer came up and seen us in the box in the sky box, and I promised we'd put his name on. He's the back judge. He's officiating the calls uh, today, and he's he's done a good job thus far. But there's been a lot of penalties, a lot of le- illegal procedures. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of offsides. Those hard counts have been drawn to Kelb off. They got their ears pinned back. They're ready to go get the ball, and they've been catching them on those hard counts as uh, as Carmel has has brought those plays in. It's likely we're going to see more of the same. Carmel will do whatever they can to gain yardage and whatever they can to slow down the pursuit of that vicious and swarming DeKalb defense. Yeah, yeah. Well, we have the former uh, head coach here, right? That's you took a year off this year, so I was he a head knows baseball coach, head, uh, head baseball coach, but he knows the kids pretty well. He also teaches here at Carmel. Um, I'm I, I drove over the border south from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. My parish is up at uh, uh, Saint Margaret Mary's in Milwaukee, and uh, what a great honor it is to be here with this uh, Catholic team who's who's bringing. Uh, Catholic high school football to the forefront on Friday nights. Well, it's great to have you. You know, certainly welcome. Being a 78 grad here and uh, ha- having only started teaching and coaching 14 years ago, I had always envisioned myself coming back here and playing some sort of role on the football field. And it's something that I will never look back on. It's actually changed my life, and the students here are so wonderful. It charges me up every morning to walk into the school. My shoulders throw back, my pace quickens, <laughs> and smiles abundant. Well, there's nothing about great Catholic education that you can kind of scoff at because they put the spiritual in perspective, the ap- academics in. There's a lot of good good teams out here at Carmel that are doing good things on the field. The, the beautiful thing about sports 
how it interacts with faith. I was saying uh, before on the radio that, you know, Jesus had 11 guys. Yes. Well, each team is 11 guys sitting here, and when they do the same thing, the same goal, and everybody gets their job done, you get across those end zones. Or you, you, you create that sack or that play that, you know, changes the course of the game. And I think for, for Carmel tonight, they got to get that one heartbeat with those 11 guys. And I think that, you know, the Catholic faith and also, you know, sports really kind of lends to a spirituality that you drop the adversity, that play's gone, you made a mistake, you look to the future, you look to the present, and you do as hard as you can, put your head down and grind it out. What do you think about that? I think you nailed it right on the head. You know, having coached with Andy Biddle for the last 13 years, that is what he teaches, and that's what he, he preaches to the players, that it's, a, it's about the camaraderie. It's about the spirit. You know, his, his rules to players, and I, I softly call them rules, he tells them, and, and his faith is very deep, God first, family second, Carmel third, football fourth. And if anything gets in the way of one or two or three, then football is going to be sacrificed. So he, he does a wonderful job. Your uh, Green Bay Packer uh, legend Lombardi said something similar. Well, I'm in I'm in uh, hostile territory. I'm not talking about the Packers tonight on the air. <laughs> Let me ask the two of you both something, because uh, you both were co- college athletes. But football is really something. Um, it, it's a violent game, and there's a tendency uh, to shy away from any type of uh, confrontational sports where somebody could possibly get injured, what have you. From a Catholic perspective, we have Catholic listeners, we have Catholic parents. Why is football so important in terms of for so many young men? Well, I personally think it's it's your teammates. You know, it. Whenever you have sports, you have good coaching. You have different things. You have different things like that. Ultimately, it becomes a family. That father figure in in today's culture. Basically, it's kind of absent. You know, fathers are out working a lot. If they're around, that kid turns out to be a great kid. But the thing is, is that coach can take that place for a little while. They become their father on the field. They become their mentor. They're actually teaching and, and planting that seed of success, that seed of hard work in someone's soul. I think it's a very powerful, sports are very powerful that way. But if they can make the leap from sports to faith, even better. And that's why we're out here and we're talking about it. That's why we're out here and playing uh, Catholic high school football. And that's why we're out here in life. We're trying to get those things going and that movement of the spirit moving in the world. Once again, you're listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Catholic Radio 88.5. I am Mark Curran. I'm uh, joined here alongside uh, Joe May. And uh, Father Mike, uh, Father Michael Leitner, who's uh, a Catholic priest from the Diocese of Milwaukee. And uh, I got to tell you, it's a real treat to work with you, too. Thank you, Mark. It's, it's been a lot of fun so far. You know, if this were last year, I'd be down on the sideline sweating and yelling at the kids and using words that I won't use on the radio. No, I wouldn't do that. Did you but, spill some on you? Because you, you still look like you're sweating. Thank you. <laughs> so, Joe, 
for the some of the listeners that they, they didn't play football and they certainly didn't play at Carmel, what's set at halftime? What what do we do? Well, I'm sure Coach Biddle immediately pulled any special teams players over to him and and let them know, look, we've made some mistakes. We're going to correct them because you know it's the second game of the season. The objective is to get better towards the end of the season and be playing your best football game nine, and hopefully there are games after that. I imagine that, that Coach Berg said to the offense, he's the offensive coordinator, let's do what we do and do what we do a little bit better. Stay with the blocks, stay low, pads low, you know, pretty much typical football fashion. And Jim Regic, the defensive coordinator, I imagine that he probably – met with the defense, you know, that play at the end of the half, the long pass and then the touchdown, those are pretty demoralizing. So the best thing he can do is try to keep their spirits up and let them know, you know, defensively, we did pretty well. We did pretty well. Let's do more of the same and change the outcome of the score. Yeah. I think at this age, it's all about overcoming adversity. If you can put those plays that half behind you, you can play a very good second half and put maybe put yourself in a chance to win the game and that's what it's all about father michael uh we're down the same amount that we were last week at this time and uh so the theological virtue hope uh reigns true and and i'm probably being a little overly dramatic because there's no doubt that carmel is completely in this ball game they sure are they sure are and you know what that victory last week was huge for them it prepares them for a game such as this, a game where, you know, they're 11 points behind and they've got to bow their necks and pin their ears back and get right after it. Well, as I was saying last week at uh, Catholic Central's game in Burlington, one of my things my mom always did is she used to sit in front of the TV watching the Packers praying the rosary. So if you guys are out there listening to this game and listening to us broadcast this game from Mundelein, Ladies, gentlemen, pull out your rosaries, pray, pray for your Catholic team, allow our lady to help these boys on the field, and let's see what we can get done tonight. Huh? Put the and, spiritual, the athletic, all of that together, and we can win this thing. Right. Father, I, I wouldn't. we're going to get ready for a kickoff in a second, but I wouldn't mind elaborating on that theme a little bit more because people do pray in sports. I remember Bobby Knight, who was not a, much of a spiritual guy, said, I don't pray to God because uh, even if I – if I tried it, I don't think he'd want me to win. <laughs> but that's not a that's not a theological perspective on prayer and, and the importance of it in, in sports. I, I once heard somebody saying it was perfect that God really doesn't care about football. But our lady does. She's got her own team. Yeah. So Notre here's Dame. here we go with the kickoff. Uh Carmel getting Ricky ready to to kick off. And um it's Matt Helen uh kicking off this time to start the half. And it's down by DeKalb at about the uh, their 33-yard line. Very short field, uh, short kick here. And I think they were kicking away from the superstar there in the back. Uh, they didn't want to see another uh, kickoff be run for a touchdown. So we're going to see DeKalb's offense coming up here next. We'll see if they still come out in that spread offense, shotgun offense, or they're going to run the ball like Coach said they may to wind down that clock. It looks like we got trips right. Uh, shotgun formation, one man in the backfield. And it's it looks Derek like Kyler once again. looks like they're going to run. If you Kyler. see the forward progression. And it's Young, and he's off to the left side. He picked up a quick first down, oh, 10 yards about. Nice run there. The thing is, is if you watch, and being an offensive lineman like I was, 
you kind of watch the stands of the offensive linemen, and you kind of can tee off to see if it's a run or a pass based on how much weight they got forward on their hand. And they were they're, cheered they're, up and ready no to go. Huddle. They keep us busy, don't they? They're right, ready to break. He's calling out the signals, and Kyler is handoff hand all tackle. Yard. Yeah, right oh. up the middle. Breaks a couple tackles. Let's just remind uh, everybody also that uh, Carmel has played well tonight on defense, and they're uh, lining up with Nick Snarsky at defensive end, Jacob Sicko at nose guard, John Ivan at uh, defensive end. Well, I'm going to have to wait for a break because they are right away calling the next play. No huddle offense, Derek same Kyler. formation, Boy, spread yep. formation, motion left, handoff, off tackle. He's got one Young blocker. Again, and Young is dragging people along. And we didn't see him carry the ball a lot in the first half, but he's a big, strong guy. I'll he tell sure you what, is. DeKalb has come out here with a fierce aggression on offense, and that's almost uh, two, three first downs in three plays. That's kind of how it's going right now. Yeah. And here we go again. Kyler yeah. under center. Or actually, he's in the shotgun. Another young. off tackle. Young for about seven. They're going to keep grinding it out. Interesting what DeKalb is doing is they're bringing a jet back in motion, and he becomes the lead blocker for the running back. It's been effective. I see no reason they change what they're doing. Yeah. Right back at it. Boy, they. Kyler again no in the time. shotgun. Yeah, One backfield. Motion to the left. Handoff off tackle. Young. He only got a couple on that play. He looks like he's down to about the 25 yard line. It's going to be second and six. Uh, moving into the uh, Carmel's territory here in the 25 yard line. Play has been stopped. Clock is running now, and they're back at the line of scrimmage with no huddle. Seems like Kyler's uh, calling the plays uh, here audible style every single play. Yeah. Three wide to the right, one to the left, and Bar uh, Young right behind him in the shotgun. Kyler hands off to Young, and he's uh, pulled down in the backfield. It's by number 61 on Carmel. Um, Cinco. Cin yeah. Cinco on the tackle. Right, Jacob Cinco. Jelante uh, Rowan. Carmel's linebacking crew. We got Jimmy Harvey, Jake Serwin, and Eric uh, Kimball at the backers. Noah Thigpen at cornerback. Zaire Barnes at safety. And Jake DeMarco at cornerback. Joel Becerra and Miles Trammell as the other safeties. And once again, Kyler in the shotgun. Young behind him. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Carmel 25-yard line. And he's Oops. back. Back to pass. Strong and Got nice a man throw. over the middle. Yeah. Cuts back to Number the left. 18 on DeKalb, and that was uh, Tyrese Dyson. tackling. He's about down to the six-yard line, maybe the seven going into uh, the Carmel end zone here. So they got first and goal as a seven-yard line, still in the spread formation. They've and been running the ball over to the very powerfully. Play, he's ready. And here they are once again, three wide to the right. Right, one to the left, and Young behind him. Kyler barking out the signals. Motion right. It looks Kyler like rolls he, right. Now he's, he's got pressure. And he dumps it off, and it barely back to the line of scrimmage. That screen, was well defended by Carmel. Yeah, screen pass to the right. He just the wide receiver kind of took a step, set, sat back, and stood up, 
and he drilled it to him once he found pressure and maybe made a yard, maybe a loss a yard there in the end. But it's third and goal, I believe, on the eight-yard line. Here we go. No time to think. They're in. The, they're out of the. Sh- they're in the shotgun. Kyler calling out the signals. He's got two to the left and two to the right. And young behind him. Back to pass. A got a man. Batted down by tipped. Carmel. A nice Snarsky. play at the line of scrimmage, and that was Snarsky again. Snarsky on that tip. One of the things they teach you as a defensive lineman: if you can't get to the quarterback, get your hands up, and that's why right there. He did a great job. It looks like the Calb is attempting to exploit the linebacker core of of. Uh, or DeCalba's exploiting the linebacker core of Carmel. So what they do is they pull the linebackers up because they run the ball at the middle. Once they start sucking them up, they just toss the ball over their head. And here he is, uh, back at Kyler, back in the shotgun, and he's got three to the right and two to the left. Everybody's, nobody in the backfield. He barks out the signals, and he's throwing it right. Slant oh, batter nice a beautiful breakup. Number 44 for Carmel comes up with a huge, huge play. And that was uh, Joel Basara once again. And Joel is... Uh, Basara saw the eyes of the quarterback there, and he met that ball right when uh, that receiver was going to hit it and put his helmet in his back, popped that ball out. That would have been a touchdown if he wasn't there. He played that perfectly. DeKalb was hoping for a call on that of interference, but Basara did a great job. They got the field goal kicking yeah, team out down. now it's for DeKalb. And, and they're going to go for the uh, field goal. And here we go from about the, the 26-yarder. And it's up and it's good. It's perfect. Right splits the uprights. And it's a 24-10 ball game, folks. 8.34 left in this uh, the third quarter. And let me ask you this. Do you like the idea of supporting our local Catholic high school, Carmel Catholic? Consider sponsoring these broadcasts. WSFI 88.5 FM will market your organization during the game, and you'd make these games possible to air. Sponsorship packages start as low as $135 per game. We reach up to 1.3 million listeners in northern Illinois. As well as southern Wisconsin, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Contact us at info at WSFIRadio.org or call 224-206-8455, 224-206-8455 about those sponsorship opportunities. Well, and it looks like here with 834 left in the third corner, Carmel's going to get uh, the ball back here, and hopefully they can get something going on offense. We'll see what they come out with. Uh, maybe their special teams play here on this particular play will give them some good uh, field position. So we, with the kick formation, we've got... Uh, Miles uh, Trammell back there along with Rondell Jamison deep and Zaire Barnes just in front of them. Here's the kick. And it's a squibber, and it looks like it's going to go. Trammell's going to pick it up. He's heading up the middle of the field. He's got a block. He's uh, down to about the 37-yard line, a nice little run. He he did a nice job there uh, seeing holes and – and hang on to the football when he was about to be tackled. Flag on the play. Down at the Carmel 37. That was about a 20-yard run, uh, run back there. He weaved in and out of traffic. Um, some of, We had a, um, a teammate. He was a wide receiver. He was number one in kickoff returns and number one in punt returns in the NCAA that year in 95-96. And he was about 5'4". But the fastest guy I've ever seen, his name was Stevie Clay. I don't know if he went on and played, but boy, a heck of a player back in my day. And and Trammell reminded me of that. 
kind of duck down really low, kind of moving through traffic. And sometimes you miss him when you're a big guy like me. Yeah, he's really elusive. He has abs- tremendous feet, tremendous feet. And he actually has wonderful vision, too. So great combination for a successful and a, a talented ball player. It looked like we had maybe a, a block in the back or something. Uh, it was declined, which was, what was it? Yeah, uh, Carmel will start at their own 42-yard uh, line, first and 10. Trammell under center. The triple option formation with Barnes in motion, and it looks like it's a handoff to Rondell Jamison for only a yard or two. Well, Jamison has had a decent game. He's had some hard yards uh, this game because he's been limited to three, four yards of carry, uh, but he's those are punishing yards when those linebackers are hitting you from DeKalb. They sure are, and in the option, you usually get hit. In the first half, Rondell, 14 carries, 25 yards, so they're, they've been yards. hard to come by. So here's Jamison uh, Trammell once again as they break the huddle. Carmel, Trammell barking out the signals, and... It looks like fumble. A, a fumble on the play. Tried to hand off to Jamison. It looked like a miss uh, handle. Looked like he fumbled that and picked it right back up, and, and four guys jumped on him. So uh, they're calling it a fumble. They're calling it to Cal Ball. Cal Ball at the 34-yard line. What happened on that play, Father? Well, what I saw is it was either a handoff when, when they switched to do the handoff or he got hit right away. It popped out. It ended up back in their hands, but I don't know how DeKalb got the ball. It was kind of a big mess in the middle, almost like a rugby scrum, and the ball popped loose. Yeah, I mean, DeKalb lines up so many people, it's easy to get into the backfield if uh, there's a gap there, huh? It looked to be a fumble on the exchange, and and they got right in the backfield on the snap. Kyler in the shotgun formation, trips right, right, one guy in the backfield. That's young. Here's Kyler. Quick throw out to the right side. And he got about seven on that little screen they used to run in Michigan. So this, uh, I mean, they really remind you of the New England Patriots or what have you with the no huddle and there was essentially no time between plays. Right, here we go. Kyler uh, once again with a uh, shotgun formation, one in the backfield, two wide to the light, one in motion. And here's a handoff to the player in motion, number 21 for DeKalb, and that is... Uh, Jacob Neidl. That's a give on the jet sweep. Carmel defended it very well. They did not pick up the first down. Part of the read option series that DeKalb features. Coach, uh, tell us about that jet sweep. Is that because it's coming out of a wingback situation? Well, you know, the, the important thing about a jet sweep is that when the ball is snapped, the ball carrier, prospective ball carrier, is running full speed. So he's in motion. He's in motion. And if he can get to the edge... It's really going to be hard to stop them. That's the first time I've heard that. I've heard a lot of locker room talk and a lot of films, but here he goes. They're back with Kyler uh, in the shotgun once again with Young behind him, two to the right and two to the left. And it's a handoff to Young. No, it's a fake. And Kyler keeps it himself. He runs to the left side. He's got about five yards. Well, it sounds like Mark was faked out a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, I saw a quick (laughs) movement of the head, and he picked up the ball. I was watching that fullback. I was listening to Mark's call, and I was – I didn't see a ball. No, yeah. that, that was a great job on the mesh. The mesh is, is the first phase of the option. Now, Carmel runs a triple option, but DeKalb runs what they call a zone or a read option. 
and the quarterback determines. Should he leave it in the fullback's belly, or should he keep it himself? That was a like great a back, read. Uh, Ball on the 27-yard line, we, had, we yeah. had a holding a call. Holding. And you are listening to the All-Star Catholic Game of the Week on WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio. Here's Kyler once again in shotgun formation. Young behind him. Two split out to the right and left. Looks like a dive off tackle, and he's gang tackled at about 29-yard line. I suspect that DeKalb will very soon run play action off of that. Maybe a boot, try to use Kyler's wheels and, and give him a, a, a pass-run read on the outside. Here we are with uh, Kyler once again, shotgun young uh, behind him, and two to, the, two to the right and two to the left. we got a tight end in this situation here. He's a down lineman, but he's an eligible receiver. Ten in mode. And it, it's a handoff to 21 for DeKalb, and he's got about... 10 yards, and that uh, was Jacob Nidal once again. He's down to the 19-yard line. It's going to be, it looks like, third and three. Um, let's see what the Cowboys will do now. Um, Kyler's off to the hash mark, looking for the play from the coach, soon to run back here. And he doesn't come back to a huddle. He goes right to the line of scrimmage, which yeah. speeds up the game incredibly. Yes. Kyler in a shotgun situation. They got a uh, tight end to the right, two to the left, and a wide out to the right. One backfield, person in the backfield, and he's back to pass. Back. Got a man. Slant pattern, Slant touchdown. pattern, touchdown. Beautiful pass. Timing was perfect. No one but Cole Tucker on that one. That was a great route, great pass, great timing. Kyler did a, a great job in choosing one to release that ball because there was no defender to defend it. So that's six points, and it's 30-10. to 10. DeKalb takes the lead with 5-11 left. You are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 Catholic Radio. Boy, those slam patterns are hard to defend unless you've got a really savvy uh, safety that's watching the quarterback's eyes. The extra we didn't see the safety come up perfect. on that. It was, it was a deep, deep uh, slanting route. But um, he got the inside of that quarterback, and there was – it was a beam right to his hands. Yeah, Kyler was looking for no other receiver except for Tucker on that play. And what he what he's looking for is to see what the linebacker does. So if the linebacker spreads to the to the outside, he's going to wait. He's going to wait. And once he passes that level, the ball is going to be thrown, and it was a strike. So that, let me just remind you all once again about Ziegler Nissan of, of Gurney. And Father uh, Mike is here tonight with us. And uh, just stewardship, we know how important that is. And we appreciate patrons like Ziegler Nissan of Gurney, proud to sponsor this matchup of Catholic Corsairs as they host Decal Barbs on WSFI 88.5 All-Star Catholic Game of the Week. Located right here in Lake County on Grand Avenue. It's important to us, they say, to be a trusted partner in our local community where you live and we work. Ziegler Nissan of Gurney on Grand Avenue. Make your next Nissan a Ziegler Nissan. Welcome back to Mundelein. We're here at Carmel uh, High School, the football field. It is 31-10 to 10 in favor of DeKalb. And uh, Carmel is about to receive the ball on a kickoff. The kick is away. It's a squib down the middle. Zaire Barnes is... No, no, 22. Uh, 
that's uh, Barn or uh, Adams. Twenty-two yeah. Adams yeah. was yeah. hit by about three people at Tariq, uh, yeah. the fourteen-yard. Well, right, Tariq Abrams, the twenty-four-yard line. Tariq Abrams. Tariq Abrams, yes, he's uh, a, a little bulldog. That was an effective squib kick. They don't want to kick it in the air to the deep deep backs. And the ball went past what you'd call fullback in the middle of the field. He elected to let it go to the deep backs. That may have been a mistake. Here we go. We break the huddle with uh, Miles Trammell under center. The classic triple option, man in motion. Trammell uh, pitched pitch, to the right, yeah, hit immediately in the Rondell backfield to loss of two. Yeah. That play went nowhere. A pitch to Rondell Barnes on the right side. Carmel's offense is going to have to explore some different things here. They are flying to the ball is DeKalb. They are getting right after it. They're firing off the ball on the snap. I anticipate we'll get a freeze count or a delayed cadence here and uh, try to keep them at bay. It looks like the ump on the field dropped his hanky. Uh, We had a yellow uh, handkerchief on the field, and it looks like uh, we might get a walk-off here. Would you want to give the uh, Carmel uh, offensive lineup to go through the lineup when you get a chance to that looks like a penalty at 10. I'm not sure what it was. Um, probably a holding, if I would guess. Yeah, it looks like a holding on Carmel. And they are now back to almost their 14-yard line uh, with their own end, end zone behind them. Breaks the huddle with Trammell uh, under center, one wide to the left. Motion to the left. No pitch, but it looks like a strong dive up to about the 20-yard line. Gain of six. Well, Carmel's going after it with their bread and butter, hoping to release Jamison, get him out free, and, and, and let him run downfield. That was not a bad run. May have been one of their most effective runs off the option. Well, a long third and 23 up for the Carmel Corsairs here. What are you trying to do on this one, Father? Well, I, I think you got to open it up a little bit. If you're going to get, you know, try to get 23, you don't throw short of 23. Um, we'll see what they do. He is in the shotgun formation with one back trips left, and he is Rolls rolling left. out to the left. Yeah. He's and got pressure, but he uh, throws yeah. it out of bounds. Well, that's certainly not going to get it done. What's a challenge for a quarterback, especially on the sprint out, is. Miles Tremill is a right-handed quarterback. When he sprints out left, it's tough to get those shoulders turned, especially if you want to throw the ball a distance. That one simply went out of bounds. I think his receiver that he was looking for was double-covered from what I've seen, and he kind of gave up the ghost on that one saying, I'm not going to throw a pick six here. Yeah, and the hope of the coaching staff is, you know what, tuck the ball away and get what yards you can on the run. Connor Tierney's back for the kick. It's a good snap. He's got plenty of time to kick it. He lofts it high. Fair right catch. in the center of the field, 50-yard line. Fair catch by none other than uh, Carmel Nemesis of the evening, Cole Tucker. So, uh, Joe, the Carmel's offensive line is not amongst the biggest uh, uh, in terms of size, but they've done a nice job. They do a nice job. They did a great job last week. Could you tell us, give us a rundown of the, the people that don't get the glory, the offensive line at Carmel? Well, well they're not big, but they are, are certainly athletic. Anchoring the line is the center, uh, John Sapphire. Joey Tazinski is at guard, and Braden Foster, a, a big junior, is at uh, the other guard. 
DeKalb in the shotgun formation. Tyler back with Young behind him, and he gives the ball to Young. He's got about two yards right up the middle. Rounding out the offensive line is Kevin Rediger, a senior, number 60. And uh, at uh, the tight tackle is Jack Gavin. What is, uh, what is a tight tackle, Coach? The way Carmel <laughs> runs their offense is they do it according to the strength and the weakness of the offense. There's Kyler in the shotgun once again with Young behind him. And Tucker in motion, two on both sides. So handoff. He pulls it out, pitches yeah, to the yeah. outside. So he tried to run the option to the left side. He pitches at the last second to uh, Tucker. And he got to about the 44-yard line of Carmel. And they're looking at a third and about four. Third and about four. Yeah, rounding out the Carmel offense is uh, Zaire Barnes is, is one of the running backs, the wing backs. Chenille Green is a receiver as well as Joe Basara. So we got Kyler back in the shotgun again with Young behind him, two to the left of tight end formation. Hand off right up the middle to Young, and he's got only a couple. You can kind of tell on this DeKalb offense here that when they bring those tight ends in, they're going to pretty much run the ball. They're looking at some block security here. Um, they're not spreading it out so much. They know the linebackers are going to be in the box on defense. And they bring in an extra blocker for that purpose. I have not seen a tight end catch a ball tonight. No, and you know what? They haven't needed it thus far. And the tight end, one. The, the, those they put at the tight end position, they usually don't have receiver-eligible numbers. So they're in there to block. They're lined up in a punt formation with the fourth and one. Uh You better get it off. It Although looks like it's going to be a delay of game. Kyler here. dropped way back is, is the – so he, he doesn't necessarily have to punt it, does he, Joe? He does not. Either they called a timeout or they're willing to take the five-yard penalty. Well, that's not a bad call to give your punter a little more room because he's standing on the 50-yard line at this point. And to get a good punt off to that corner, you kind of want to be back about 60 yards. Sure do. Get a good bounce. So 31 to 10, a minute 41 left in this quarter. We need something big, huh? Get back in this ball game. We sure do. I think uh, Carmel's offense is going to have to air it out a little bit. They're going to have to do something a little bit different than what hasn't worked so far. And uh, as I alluded to earlier, I anticipate they're going to do something out of the ordinary, maybe spread, spread things out a little bit and try to loosen up that uh, DeKalb defense. Call on the play was delay a game. They backed them up five. They're snapping from the 46-yard line of Carmel back in the punt position here. Um, they got their runners on the outside. Let's see what they can do yeah, here. Quarterback is their punter, so we'll see what happens. He's in a punt formation, not a shot shotgun. And it looks like they're going the wrong way here. I think I've seen another delay game call. Uh, or maybe the center rolled the ball. Uh, it looks like he's talking to the center. There's a little confusion. Only an offensive lineman would know that. That's exactly <laughs> what he did. That's a, a not very often called. And when it is, nothing upsets a coach more than that. So we're back. Uh... Sometimes what happens when a center tries to grip the ball, especially a long snapper, he may pick it up. And you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to roll it on the ground to get the seams the right way. And it seems like that's the issue on the field, that their long snapper 
may have rolled that ball or moved that ball a little forward or a little back, and they called the legal procedure. So Kyler, once again, back in the uh, punt formation. They're back down at their own 49-yard uh, line, though, now. So it's fourth and very long, and we've got Rondell Jamison back. High snap. Front. Here's the kick, and it's uh, he's going to kick it out of bounds. Boy, it's a nice kick, though. Um, out of bounds at about, let's see where they marked that. Around the 25-yard line, uh, it looks like Carmel's own 25-yard line. It actually looks like the 31 is where the official is standing. So it's going to be about the 30-yard line coming out of their own end zone. And Carmel's going to get another chance to chip away at this 31-point scoreboard here. They're down by 21 with 136 in the third quarter. Here's Trammell, break the huddle. He's... uh, Trammell's under center with uh, Rondell Jamison behind him. and he, he There's that counter. It. He's got a hole. Oh, it's a counter to Zaire Barnes. And he's he's out to the 38. That was a good job by Zaire. Needs to lower his shoulder a little bit and, and take on that contact a little bit more aggressively, but a good run for the Corsairs. Want an example of a false sense of security, everybody? How about relying on the life insurance to get you to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday, or do you plan on working at that company for the rest of your life. The fact is you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. Call Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Life. He invites you to share your hopes and dreams with him. To discuss your options to protecting your family. Matt, hold on there. Trammell under center, and he is taken down in the backfield. Couldn't get that exchange or that handoff on. Yeah, sometimes so going struggle back with to the just option. Discussing uh, Catholic Life to discuss your options for protecting your family. Call Matt at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. Once again, that's Matt Tomlinson, Catholic Life. We thank them for their sponsorship. Yeah, Father, sometimes with the option, the exchange is called a mesh. And a lot of times the fullback will want to keep the ball. The quarterback will want to keep it himself, and there's a little tussle over it. Well, it sure looks like that's what happened. Trammell under center. Some motion and a flag being thrown because that back came forward. That's an illegal procedure. Actually, it's offsides defense, I believe. Oh, come on. Offsides defense. What Carmel will do, they'll put that wing back in motion, and he'll, he'll jump, and then he'll stop. And the hope is if they're guessing the cadence, which they have been because they're firing off the ball, that's a great remedy for that. Well, as a coach, you don't mind those penalties because you know your guys are fired up. Uh, you just don't want too many There's of them. Trammell, once again, they break the huddle. Trammell uh, under center. He drops back, straight back. Dodges. Oh, he He's takes it himself in a draw. Oh, geez. He taken down hard. Yeah, it looks like mask. a face mask, but he yeah. got to about the 52-yard line. It's going to be very short of a first down. And you saw some real quickness there, didn't you? He can move. But I'll tell you what, that was a good play by the linebacker. Even though he faced, grabbed him by the face mask, he came flying across the field too. He sure did, he, uh, which is very, very like the DeKalb defense. They really get after it. So Matt Tomlinson uh, of Catholic Financial Life is out here uh, enjoying the ball game tonight. It's good to see him. Well, we're looking at uh, the end of the third quarter. It is 31-10. to 10. DeKalb, and they're spotting the ball, and I think they're going to just about switch sides here. have not seen a signal from the head referee. Here we go. 
Let me take this opportunity to remind you all that WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic and local programs like this All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week to our community. We only can do that with listeners' financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at WSFICatholicRadio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. That's WSFI Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. And I'll tell you something, uh, Father uh, Mike, one of the reasons why you've agreed to do this, bring your great football expertise be here tonight, is about evangelization as well. Well, absolutely. I mean, any time that you can talk to many, many listeners on the radio and you can express your faith, because we're a Catholic radio station, we can say Hail Mary and Our Father, nobody's going to get angry at you. And you can come out and support good Catholic football. If you haven't got out to a game this year, Look around your neighborhoods. Look where these these teams are playing football and go out and support them. What a beautiful night it is underneath the lights. Miles Trammell under center. And it looks like yeah, one of those exchanges again, huh, to Coach? Jameson, he went nowhere, maybe a yard. Yeah, locked him right up. Uh, Carmel coach Andy Bitto is absolutely livid for that call at the end of the third quarter. It was a face mask, and it looked like Miles Trammell was brought down by his face mask, which should be a 15 yard penalty. Carmel was only awarded five yards, and he's beside himself. They did get the first down. It will be second, and in, in, at the end of that quarter, they did get the first down, though. Uh, it's going to be second and 11 here on DeKalb's 46-yard line, and hopefully Catholic or uh, Carmel can get something moving right now. It looks like he's in the shotgun formation now. Yes. Carmel's got three wide, two to the left and one to the right. He's rolling Trammell left, rolls, looking he's for someone. Trying to throw the ball, but he's got nothing. And he uh, turns it inside, and he got picked up about five yards on the play. He's quick, but they're they're quick in pursuit as well. Yeah, they're trying to get Miles out on the edge for the run-pass option. No receivers open there. He made the right choice and, and gained about half of what he needed back. Carmel is uh Breaking the huddle a lot quicker now, too. Well, I, Trammell once again back under center. I think they have to speed up the game. He is under center. He's got three to the right, one in the backfield. Handoff straight up. His hands are still with the fullback. Yeah. That's that exchange problem we talked about before. What do you think about that, Coach? Yeah, it's almost as if the, the fullback tackled himself or he tackles the quarterback if they freeze on the mesh which is what happened there and DeKalb is firing off the ball they're not going to be very successful once again uh, you're listening to WSFI 88.5 Catholic Radio there's 1040 left in the ball game we're joined with coach Joe May a longtime Carmel Catholic coach and uh, Father Michael Leitner uh, Catholic priest and a longtime uh, football player college football star Miles Trammell. Shotgun. He had a guy looking for a, a post up about the 30, and he missed them high. Yeah, yeah. who was that intended for? Joe, Joe Massara, he was open. The ball was slightly over, overthrown. That's probably a stay pass where he's going to get across the line of scrimmage or across the first down marker and just find an open spot. The ball didn't find him. 
Well, it looks like we have a turnover on downs. It's first and 10 going the other way. And DeKalb is getting reset in their high-powered offense. We've seen nothing but good things out of their offense. Carmel has been fortunate enough to make a couple great plays to stop them here in the third quarter. But here they come again. Indeed. That, that spread formation out of the shotgun. Yeah, Kyler, Kyler. back. Yeah. Hand off to Young. And Young's got about three yards right up the middle. So Carmel was ranked, uh, I believe, 40th in the state uh, by the in terms of the IHSA uh, coming into this ball game, and uh, DeKalb was ranked 49th. But you know those rankings are not a science. They're certainly not a science, and certainly not after one game. Right. If this thing keeps this game keeps up as it is, those roles will be reversed. Yeah. There's Kyler. They waste no time in getting the play in. Shotgun formation, split set, waiting for the snap. And another handoff to Young. They're trying to run some clock now, huh, Father? Absolutely. I mean, the only enemy right now is the clock for DeKalb. It doesn't seem like Carmel's putting up much of a fight, putting uh, points on the board. Um, You know, it would be nice to see some change because you come out and you want to see a great game. But it, it looks a little one-sided right now, and Carmel's kind of, or uh, DeKalb is running the show. Right. Here's Kyler. You see Kyler uh, is somebody that would play at the next level, uh, Father? Um, well, I think we got a flag on the play. I think Kyler, Kyler's got a heck of an arm. I mean, that one pass that we seen to the corner of the end zone and those slant patterns were unbelievably tight spiral right on the numbers. He's got a good arm. His feet look good. I can't, I can't tell how big he is. Though. He sure stands confident in the uh, pocket. Uh, Kyler is uh, listed at 6'1", 175, so that'd be pretty small in the next. Uh, well, you get to you get to 200 pounds. 6'1 is a college football size if you can get some meat on the bones. Yeah, here they are, DeKalb once again. Trips left. One off to the right, and he's got a running back in the backfield. He is back Shotgun, Kyler. He's got a man. Oh, bounces off his chest. Yeah, that, that was like, a good throw. That looked like Brett Favre. Hit him right in the shoulder pads, yeah. and that ball bounced about four feet right off him. He good couldn't throw. get his hands on it. Yeah, the shoulder pads might be dented. He zeroed in on one receiver. Gentlemen, I would dare uh, mention our wonderful sponsor, knowing that DeKalb wastes no time in getting their next play going. But it is Ziegler Nissan of Gurney, and they're proud to be sponsors of this matchup of Carmel Catholic versus the DeKalb Barbs. On WSFI 88.5 All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week. Located right here in Lake County on Grand Avenue. And they say it's important to us to be a trusted partner in our local community where you and we live and work. Ziegler Nissan of Gurney on Grand Avenue. Make your next Nissan a Ziegler Nissan. And they're getting ready to punt. Well, you know, if you, you haven't seen those Nissan cars, they got... Great mid-sized cars. Take a ride through the parking lot. See what they got out there if you're in the area. Uh, you know, it's a great thing. One of the things me and my dad always did is I always went car shopping with him. And I would always point out the ones he'd like, and he would always look at the mileage. But, you know, us young people, we like those fancy cars and those sports cars like that. What was it, that Z? 280Z. And then 280Z. there was a 260 that preceded that, and then a uh, 300 after that. But, um you know, I agree. Nissan's got a, a, a wonderful range of vehicles. They've got everything. They have beautiful trucks. Um, 
Yeah, let me ask you, Father, as we as we move on. Actually, there were a couple things I wanted you to hit on earlier. Now, prayer as far as sports. And I, I'm just going to say what I do, and you tell me if this makes any well, sense. Well, I'm praying for a run back. Hail Mary, okay. full grace, the Lord is with thee. And uh, that would be Jameson. So we make specific prayers for specific intentions <laughs> like that. All right, here we go. It's a squib kick off to the right side. It's out of bounds. No chance for a return. Carmel will have the ball at their own 24-yard line. So... Uh, in seriousness, you know, I have boys that play and one that's had a lot of injuries. So I, my one prayer is for safety and health for everybody that plays this game. And then the other uh, is thy will be done. And if there's an opportunity to glorify God, that that happens. Well, absolutely. I think that a lot of things that are misnomers in the faith, that our actions are so important. And integrity and character are so important in, in college football, high school football. You're just not a football player on the field. You're also looked up to by the, the younger kids, and it's all about that character and integrity that you hold yourself with. So here's uh, Miles Trammell. His Carmel's, uh, uh, he's under center, and here's the play. is a handoff to Jamison. He's got about six, seven yards. A little more of a spread offense. I still would call that a triple option because you still have the, the two uh, tailbacks and, and the fullback back there as well, but you Put them in. You put them in different positions. Is that right, Coach? That's exactly right. No yeah. huddle going on here. And Trammell, this time he's in the shotgun formation. And it looks like somebody started too quickly. That's going to be uh, illegal motion, false start. Probably number seventy-three, Braden Foster, just popped up a little bit too quickly. Well, character, you know, and the virtues that we're talking about really sets in in this type of moment in a in a football game, because these guys got to dig down deep they got to try to get the things right and try to get the ball over the goal line. And that, you know, spreads to life as well. Uh, anytime that we come against something harder, an obstacle in our way and work or in our family, we have to hit it head on. We have to take care of it. And the best way to do that is with prayer. Here's Miles Trammell under center once again. And he always blindsided in a fumble. 97 from DeKale broke through and, and got his backside and, he lost the football on the play, and it looks like trying to see who's Carmel come recovered. up with it. Carmel recovered. Beautiful. Well, well, appropriately, the backside tackle who allowed the, the blitzer to get in was the one who recovered the ball, so he, he definitely uh, redeemed himself. himself. Yes. Yeah, stay in the play, right, Coach? Always. Always have to do that. I you remember know. one time I was playing high school football, and they called, I was playing defensive line, and they called the punt. Uh, so we we're going against the punt, and I said, well, I can get past my guy. He blocked it, but they had a punt return on. So I went and I missed the block, and I was running to the sideline ready to get uh, yelled Trammel at. Trammel under center. And our, and, what, and our deep back came up, uh, and he was running, and I made the, the block to, for the touchdown. So sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Barnes was stopped for a loss of a couple on that play. They all they had them all coming, looked like a jailbreak. Well, Carmel's going to have to punt this one away. They've gone backwards after a nice first, yeah. first down run. By With only 6.38 left in the fourth quarter, we're going to be punting from our own uh, seven-yard lines. And, you know, Father, so many lessons. And I, I look at you, you know, and uh, I was mentioning jokingly to you that uh, you should uh, maybe uh, we could get you to Catholic high school, maybe even Carmel, huh, and coach football and um, – and, you know, you're the old school priest that we grew up with. I'm 53. You're a lot younger. But that uh, people were scared of him. But by the same time, 
broken. You know, there there was huge respect and that strong man that 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 you become and what have you. Football helps men to be boys to become strong men, doesn't it? Oh, I would agree with that. I mean, anytime you have adversity hitting you, it's the adversity itself that is the crucible of integrity. So when you are willing to overcome adversity and and try and keep trying, it really creates uh, that toughness, that inner toughness that you have. Kyler's uh, back in the shotgun formation. Boy, they stay in it. Young gives the ball. He keeps that. Yeah. And they waste no time in calling plays. He's got, he kept it. He's got three yards off of a left tackle. It'll be a second and seven situation. Uh, that looks like six. Six yards. They're right back at the no huddle yeah, again. You're right, second Carmel's and four. defense has to be tired. A, a, yeah, a, they, a few of these guys go both ways, and that is really a challenge. And, and you have to dig deep, yeah. as his father was talking about, and rely on that uh, will. Well, you need somebody on defensive uh, side of the ball to make a play here. Get your hands on the ball, maybe a pick, uh, something to get the ball back here. Hand off to the fullback, and he has the first down, maybe a gain of seven on the play. Father, did I have you here now? I, I want to ask you, my son, uh, George, has an injury, and he's on Carmel Catholic, didn't suit up the, tonight. And the decision, he's had a lot of injuries over the course of his uh career what have you the different sports and so we did not push him by any stretch and he really wanted to come out here and play now you know somebody could look at it and say why would somebody want to risk further injury and here we go back with Kyler in the shotgun but his Catholics uh, hand off to Young and he's got six seven yards a little more than that his Catholics our primary concern is always their eternal soul right Absolutely. I mean, we live for eternity. We don't live in this brief moment of life. Um, you know, with today's society, it's become very emotional. You can see that with the rioting and the things going on in the cities and all the discourse on TV. All this stuff is emotionalism. It's people thinking that their emotions are true, right, and good. But the fact is, as soon as emotion hits you, this is where you make mistakes. This is where you say things that you shouldn't say to your parents, to your friends, to your siblings, to your wife or your husband. And those are the things we kind of got to get away from in society and start thinking the rational again. Yeah. Here's Young, uh, Kyler handoff to Young, first and 10. He's, they're down to uh, the Carmel 12-yard line. They're getting ready to punch in for another score if we don't stop them. The Calv is pushing hard. That offensive line is working tough. And the thing is, is they're driving the ball and they're getting about six to seven yards per carry at this point. You're right, that Carmel defense looks tired. They are tired, and, and DeKalb is not relenting. They've got some some new offensive linemen in here, and they're still pushing the defense around. Once again, Kyler back in shotgun formation. Uh, he gives it to Young, and he's got another seven, eight yards. And Yeah, they're worn down. It clearly looks at He's down at about the two-yard line now. We're at 3.53 in the fourth quarter. It's 31-10. to 10. DeKalb with the lead. They're on the one-yard line, threatening once again to cross that goal line for six more. So. This one? 
Kyler in the shotgun formation. They've tightened it up. They got some tight ends in the game now. It looks like a run yeah. right up the middle, yeah. touchdown. And that guy's that young is just a big, strong back. You look at those shoulders. He is uh, not easy to bring down, and he's he's uh, kind of a fire plug. Are you looking for an exciting and affordable way to get the word out about it? Your business advertising is expensive and often misses the mark. Why not sponsor our pregame show, Huddle Up with Coach Andy Biddle? our halftime show, or even our Sports Faith Player of the Week. You'll be amazed how affordable it is. Call now. Don't miss the chance to be part of our next broadcast, 224-206-8455. Here's an extra point attempt, and the snap is good, and it's up, and it's good. Going once again, uh, advertise here at 224-206-8455 or email info at wsfiradio.org. And mentioned Carmel High School. Can't think of uh, next to giving to your parish, uh, Father. I think that uh, and uh, uh, giving to Carmel High School. I think WSFI as well should be at the top of a, a good stewards list. It is Certainly uh, worthy causes. Three thirty-seven in the fourth quarter left to play. It's thirty-eight to ten, to Calb over Carmel. Uh, it's been an offside game here in a sense where. All, all the toys and all the tools have come out on the DeKalb side. Their players have made plays. Uh, Tucker has been fantastic tonight, and they have been kind of running the gauntlet now in the fourth corner, winding down that clock. What do you think, Coach? They'd appear to be a juggernaut thus far, and I, I know we're only two games into the season, but whoever's on their schedule remaining is going to uh, definitely look out for them. They, they bring a lot to the table, and we've seen it all tonight. Cal getting ready for the kick. Um, who's that back to receive there for Carmel? Yeah, uh, Carmel once again has Miles Trammell still back, and it doesn't look like Jamison. Uh, He's the fullback. Yeah, so who's been replaced deep is the question, and that is squib kick picked up at the two. Jamison's got, got it. You're right. Going He's the fullback. Going to the outside. And he's, yeah. He's to the 40 and pulled down at the 41-yard line. 59 yards to go uh, for Carmel to hit Pater. So, uh, Father, uh, Jamison was not able to, to get any real big runs tonight. Uh, and that's a credit to their defense because he's a heck of a player. What 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 did they do right to prevent him from? Well, I think, I mean, you can't just put it on the running back as an offensive line. If our running backs didn't get over 100 yards, I mean, we were running extra touchdowns, extra extra sprints because of uh, it's our job to get them free and get ourselves yeah. up on the linebacker. So that's a, that's a team failure. I don't think it's all on Jamison. Man. Right, right. Trammell drops back, and he's uh, – boy, he, remember that uh, Garrow Yapremian when he tried to throw the ball in the Super Bowl and he got hit? <laughs> he didn't get hit, but it, he, that's what it looked Can't like because he had gotten hit and uh, Tra- Trammell, incomplete. Trammell fumbled the snap, picked it back up, Drop back to pass, and as he threw, he was hit. And that ball, uh, the forward motion is what the, the ref was indicating, so that ball goes back to the line of scrimmage. It's probably a good thing we don't have replay on this level because they might have changed that call. It could have been a fumble. Could very well have been yeah. a fumble. It went backwards. So, you know, because we, we got a break, and I, I have a, a priest that was a star football player, and well, we're back again, but Father, just want to plant a seed. If you could talk to us about Trammell and the shotgun. 
He's got some room here. He's got 12 yards on the first down trammel over the 50 to the 43-yard line of DeKalb. They're making, making some moves here. Yeah, you know, that was a good job by the offense. The players downfield who were actually running routes, as soon as they knew Trammell was going to tuck it underneath and, and, and run the ball, they planted blocks. Now there's a flag out on the field, so maybe one of them held their guys. But uh, Well, Sniffer, you know, or Schiffer better not be calling that. That's our back judge yeah. tonight. <laughs> He's uh, a ref that came up and visited us before the game, and it was right. a real We're, pleasant person we wouldn't want to if it goes against uh carmel we're going to blame it on uh schiffer here so father football you know we're down 38 10 it was a old-fashioned uh, as keith jackson would say an old-fashioned whooping um the lessons of, of football in for men that is the need for strong men in our culture and our society and our faith and, and how this contributes well i think that you know the cream of the crop is going to rise to the top and the thing is, is it's for their leaders. They got to come out in the locker room and they got to fire the rest of these guys up, especially in practice. Those guys every day have to do the work. Trammel hands to Zaire Barnes, and Barnes is uh, goes to the left side, picked up about five yards. He gave us some effort there. That was a jet sweep for Carmel, which is certainly a new play in their uh, offensive repertoire. I've never seen it in the last 13 years, so. You know, they have some good athletes, and, and, and they're going to do some things that they haven't in order to open up that offense. I think, you know, when you're talking about leadership, when, when you brought up the last play, these guys, uh, they're captains, they're leaders on the team, the spiritually, uh, you know, set guys that have their faith going on. Uh, they really got to stand up, and they really got to help their team through that. Uh, especially in the next practice, especially watching film. You know, the game's over. You focus on the future. You focused on the next practice in front of you, and you work on getting better. And if you do that, you'll consistently get better, and you'll win some ball games. Trammell under center, 231 left. As he barks out the signals, he hands off, and this is to uh, Jameson. Misses one tackle. Uh, he's out to the 30-yard line, about gain of about six yards. Nice little run by Jamison. You know, Father, you, you, you touched on that and the influence of football on, on young men. And that's one thing that is definitely professed at Carmel by the entire coaching staff in each of the sports. They want the players to become good young men. They want them to be leaders in the school. A little bit more is expected of them. And as an extension of their faith, they want the players to help those who are in need, the, the less privileged. Here's Trammell, and he's in the shotgun now. Carmel's got two wide to the right and one to the left. Rolls uh, back to Jamison on he's a little got screen a pass. He's, he's, he's up, 40, yeah. To the 50, to the 45 and, and run out of bounds. About a 30-yard run. At the... Uh, the Cal 45-yard line, it looks like, or the 35? 40-yard line. So Jamison, as you see when he gets in the open field, there's uh, a great talent there. Absolutely. I think that, you know, that was a heck of a run. He was weaving in and out. He came on a screen pass to the left. He kind of hung behind the blockers, went forward. Blockers did a good job, and he got up the sideline for about 23 yard line, about 23 yards. 
Here's uh, Trammell uh, once again under center. Uh, one wide to the right. Zaire Barnes with the carry. He's got about five, six yards uh, as he runs off of right uh, center, right, uh, right guard. Tackle. Boy, what, right I, tackle. what I love to see here on the previous play with Jamison and this run with Barnes is there's no quitting these guys. They're getting thrashed. They're down by 28 points. They could pack it in. But you know what? They're getting after it. That's that adversity. That's that character we talked about earlier. Uh, the Carmel boys sure have that. Um, it looks like Trammell's under center once again. Motion to the right. Uh, number it's 21 Barnes has again. It Barnes, yep. and he's down to the 20-yard line, it looks like, or the 25. Looks like a first down for Carmel. Uh, moving the ball here late in the fourth quarter with 52 seconds to play. Down uh, the ball. He stopped the clock uh, as the clock was running. He just took a knee to save a timeout, I guess. Uh, sure did. You know, uh, Carmel, they're going to try to punch it in again. And you can't understate what that might do for the morale of the team going into practice tomorrow or Monday. You know, the, the, the fact they put another score on the board down by so much speaks to their character and uh, will certainly uplift the team. Again, we've got 48 seconds left to play. It's 38-10 here at Mundelein at Carmel High School. Trammell under center. Motion to the left. Oh, he's going to get hit again. Another fumble. Oh, fumble. Yeah, DeKalb is picking. He cannot advance the ball, though, right? So it's out of bounds, and it stays Carmel ball, right? It's going to be Carmel ball because he touched it last at the 44-yard line. Thank God he touched that and he got to that ball because that would have been uh, DeKalb's football going you know, into the end zone. He was trying to pick that up and run with it. Right, point. and you can't do that, Joke. You can't advance the ball. Well, you can advance a fumble. Can you can advance a fumble. As long as, as long as you don't go to your knees, you're okay. You can advance a fumble. He tried to pick it up, and as he tried to pick it up, he kicked it, and the Carmel uh, player there got his hands on it last before it went out of bounds, so it remains their football at the 45-yard line, but it is probably third and a good Forever. yeah, 35-yard line. Yeah. Handoff right up right. the middle. He's got substantial yards, and he's... That was uh, Barnes, uh, Rundell Barnes. He's crossed the 50 and got to the 35-yard line of DeKalb, but they still got about 17 yards to go. Yeah, 29 and a half seconds left in, uh, in the ball game. Third and you said very long. Still. It's good. Like to, third and eighteen. Coach, and 18. it's good to see because these Carmel boys have a little fight in them yet. You know they do. They do, and, and I can assure you that before the game, when Coach Biddle addressed the troops to rally them a little bit, and you know how it is to be rallied before a football game, the adrenaline is is through the roof, and he always always talks about you're going to play for the guy next to you, and. While it may look like, you know, they want to pad their stats against a, a second or third string to Kelp defense, they're doing it for the guy next to them. Exactly. You are listening to the All-Star Catholic High School Game of the Week on WSFI Antioch 88.5 Catholic Radio. Well, we got a, a short break here. The, the teams are meandering back to the football on the field. 
Uh, Calvary's still on the sideline talking to their coach. I mean, Carmel, excuse me. I'm still making mistakes even 60 minutes into this practice. Little technical difficulty. Uh, Mark took his headset off here. I'm sorry, folks out there that are listening to us. He'll get Mike Savvy pretty quick. We're going to put that shock collar that right. I once had on. Right, exactly. We're putting it on Mark for the I'll last tell you, you minutes. don't want to catch your father uh, when he looks at you. <laughs> Jeez. And you did something wrong. He's an intimidating guy. <laughs> so it looks like uh, play is about to resume here, and Carmel has the football on the 35-yard line going into the Kelvin's end zone. They have 32 seconds to play. Um, let's see what they have here. Trammell under. Wow, it's stopped again. I don't know if they're having trouble determining where to spot the ball, but they're having trouble with something, are the refs. Well, here we go again. Trammell's in the shotgun situation. He's passing. He throws it up to the corner, and up was number four. Who is that, Coach? Chanel Green. Chanel Green. Chanel Green barely got his hands on that pass, and it was slapped away by the defensive uh, cornerback there on the sideline. But it was a good attempt. It's the first time I've seen them kind of go for some yardage. There. Yeah, they, they put some air under that one, and I'm sure with the distance they had to travel to gain the first down, they just wanted to throw a ball to or, or a jump ball to Chanel Green, and it was batted away by the defender. One of the benefits at this point of the game is 28 seconds left in the ball game. When you throw the ball like that and it's an incomplete, it stops the clock. So there's many more opportunities uh, to take a shot at the end zone at this point. Yeah, playing catch-up for Carmel's offense is not what it's geared for. It's geared to grind away, have as many plays as possible. Looks like a knee's being taken here. The Calves got the ball. They're in the victory formation, and they're taking a knee. The clock is running from 22 seconds, still running. The game seems to be over at this point, and we want to congratulate the DeKalb Barbs for a great game tonight. 13 seconds, yeah. 13 seconds left in the ball game. What a great uh, team DeKalb had, and they showed up tonight against Carmel. Coach, any thoughts? Well, you know, it's a tough loss for the Corsairs. They, the coaching staff felt really comfortable coming into this game. They had a great showing last week, a, a great second half. Uh, just have to go back to the drawing board and uh, work on the things that, that didn't go so well here and, and come out next week and, and bring it to them. Well, what a great night of football this was. And uh, we hope all you listeners out there will tune in to uh, our station here at, at the Catholic Football. WSFI 88.5, 38 to 10 is the final here from Mundelein. Carmel uh, on a uh, sad note of sorts, did, was not able to get it done tonight, but they played their hearts out. We go to the studio now as we take a break and uh, continue with WSFI 88.5 Antioch, Illinois. Hi, I'm Mark Hi, I'm Kern, and this is WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, and I'm here with Joel Basara, this week's Sports Faith International Player of the Week. Congratulations, Joel Basara. Thank you. It's such a blessing and an honor to receive this award. Uh, really worked worked hard this summer and uh, on and off the field, working hard at the Beacon Place and uh, on the field to help my team and uh, represent my community and family members well. 
Hello, I'm Bill Wennington from the Church of St. Mary's and the Chicago Bulls. I, I believe Catholic Radio is important for all of us out there listening to help us through days when maybe our faith is being challenged by many different obstacles that are put in our way. And it's a chance to reflect and just think and hear stories from other people that maybe are going through the exact same issues that we are going through and how they have struggled and how they are getting through their problems today. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Did you know that you can listen to WSFI local programming on demand? Full episodes of Pro-Life Today, WSFI Spotlight, Healing the Whole Person, Bursting Forth in Sound, along with our novenas, prayers, and devotions are available on your mobile device or online. For iPhone and iPad users, open the already installed podcast app and search for WSFI. Then click subscribe. Android users need to visit the Google Play Store, download the Stitcher app, create a free account, then search for WSFI. Add us to your favorites playlist by clicking the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner of the screen. The full archive of local shows is also available at wsfiradio.org. Need help? Call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Michael Leitner to give his blessing. Well, I, I just want a little a little statement on the wrap of the game. I think that these guys tonight, it, it just shows that energy that youth have. And when that's directed in a certain way, when it, it's harnessed, you can put it in athletics. It's an amazing thing what, what these young kids can do. And DeKalb showed that tonight. It was an off game for, for Carmel, but... What a beautiful system they have. They seem to have a great head coach and a, and a bright future here. Yeah, you know, it's a very reputable program. When people hear about Carmel football, they marvel at it. And uh, largely, it's for the kids that make up the team and the hard work that they put in. And, and while that hard work didn't pay off tonight in a victory, I'm sure that what's going to be discussed in the postgame is keep playing for each other. Amen. Amen. And that brotherhood that happens on a team is a very special thing. Even even nowadays, I'm still in contact with most of my teammates in college. And you form that bond, that brotherhood, that band of brothers, in a sense, to use that, that term. And that's a great thing, especially when faith is involved. Um, to our listeners tonight, uh, what a wonderful game this is. If you have a chance to come out to a Catholic football game at Carmel, Please do. It, it is an amazing atmosphere. It's kind of like a college atmosphere. And what a wonderful, wonderful team this was in DeKalb and, and Carmel. But uh, what a great moment that this was tonight, us getting together. And, and I really appreciate you guys being here. 
We, we appreciate you too, uh, Father Michael. It's been a real pleasure for myself and then sure Coach May as well. It's been wonderful. It's a little different than being on the sideline. but uh, Do you miss it? You know, I, the first time I missed it was last week when I got out of my car last Friday morning, and the band was out practicing the fight song as I got out of my car, and that's the first I missed it. But these Friday nights, they're, they're magical. Right now the team is out on the field, and they're, they're doing what it might seem like an inane drill. But, you know, for them it's a form of prayer. Well, I was uh, about – Seven years ago, I was I was young in the priesthood, and I, I did a funeral for one of the families that uh, are in the Packer organization, and they liked what I said at the homily so much. They invited me to say a, a game for or a, a mass for the Green Bay Packers before the game, and I was up in Bob Harlan's box, and he said, "Mike, thanks so much for being here." And he says, "What do you think of the box?" And I said, "I'm a player at heart." So he took off his pass and he gave it to me, and I had Bob Harlan's pass, and I walked down. They're about to stop me. Right. And they looked at the pass and they they like jumped out of the way and I got to go down on the field. So if Pat, uh, uh, the owner of the Bears is, is out there. You know, you got Pat McCaskey, Pat McCaskey. You got to build up to that. You know, if I can ever come and say mass, I'd love to do that. But, uh, oh, yeah, God bless all of you out there that are listening. Uh, keep the faith. Keep God in your heart um, and really kind of go after that that essence of being in the Lord's presence and that's in Eucharistic adoration and the rosary, any kind of prayer you do, remember to keep on talking to him, keep faith alive in your heart, peace in your heart, especially in this time of emotionalism in this world. So the Lord be with you. And may almighty God bless you all in the name of the father, son and Holy spirit. Amen. Amen. God bless you from Mundelein, Illinois. Uh, once again, it, it was, a uh, 38-10 to Cal Victory and we love you all and keep God in your heart and uh, we want to remind you all that uh, next week listen to WSFI is Marion Central uh, Catholic out of Woodstock host Bennett Academy out of Lyle and that will begin at 7pm with Huddle Up and we've got five more Carmel broadcasts coming to you throughout the course of the season so it's going to be a fun fall and uh Good night from Father Michael Leitner and Joseph May and myself, Mark Curran. God bless.